0: What's up?
1: What's up? What's up? Alright, there you go. That's what we got. Welcome in. It is episode number uh, zero of Jobbing Out, as in the number of matches that Roman Reigns had at SummerSlam. <laughs> zero. Because but we were told that he was absolutely going to be there. Come on. Jesus Christ. What a fucking weird week we had last week. All right. Um, it's going to be another weird week this week, but this is going to be back. We're trying to figure out ways to have everybody involved in the show. Uh, it's Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. We're going to do a segment, and then later I'm going to come back and do a segment with uh, Aaron and Brandon. Will be, or Sorry, with AJ and Brandon will be involved at some point. Look, man, it's as we keep trying to tell you, we're getting through. I know a lot of you have reached out. We're trying to get through. We're figuring it all out. Where we can do things, we'll do it. We just want to get you content, do shows. That's what we're looking to do, so that's what we're going to do. And it was SummerSlam week, so obviously there's much to discuss. And Aaron, with that in mind, let's hit two things out of the park quickly. One, I'm sure you prepare to know exactly who our winners and losers were for SummerSlam picks.
2: Actually, I do. I, hey! I realized this morning when we were going to do it, so I went through and I, uh, I did this. I
1: like this. All right, let me know.
2: Uh, so do you want the overall or just the SummerSlam and NXT?
1: Um, give me the SummerSlam and NXT and then give me the overall.
2: All right, so SummerSlam and NXT, we picked 15. I, I didn't go through and edit the first two because it was such a blowout anyways. That The the two that we picked on text. So of the 15 we picked on the show, I got 14 out of 15, correct?
1: Look at, look at you. Wow. Oh, no,
2: no, wait, wait. 13 out of 15. Excuse me, not okay. 14 out of 15. Right. 13 yeah, out of 15, yeah, you correct? Suck. you suck. You got 12 out of 15. Yep. Uh, AJ got eleven. Oh boy! And Brandon
1: got nine. Oh boy! I I think I know what that (laughs) means. I think I know. Yeah. Brandon
2: lost by quite a bit. All
1: right. Let me let me see. Let me see if I can't uh, bring him in here. All right. If if he answers the Skype and we call him now, we're gonna pretend like he was the big winner. Okay. All right. Like just go with me. All right. That's all. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's see if this works. We're gonna try to give Brandon a call and see if um and see how this and see how this goes we never really established parameters for this either so we're gonna have to figure that out um we never really did like make a final determination of what uh the bet was going to be for so we're gonna have to do that post haste um,
2: yeah I, I i had an idea but it involves money and i know we don't want to involve yeah, money but it'd be really funny we're if trying, we
1: did we're trying to avoid that if we can yeah damn it i don't think he's gonna answer anyway Bummer. Oh, man. I was totally... Because I,
2: I don't know if you saw... Scott Steiner is on Cameo right now.
1: What? Well, I mean, like, everybody's on Cameo, so I guess I shouldn't be surprised by that. But, um,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that I could see. I could see. There'd be something good. So, what you would want... You What, what you... We would be beginning... Well, Good. Loser
2: would just pay for a cameo of Scott Snyder insulting them about yeah. how much they suck at wrestling. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm not. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. Not opposed whatsoever. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, unfortunately, Brandon is unavailable, so we can't call him right now. And we'll see if we can make. If not, I will inform him in segment number two of the show that he was the uh, big loser. Um, okay, so give me, uh, an idea, Aaron, uh, just what, what biggest things that jump out at you that you want to get in on before, uh, you have to depart for this week?
2: Uh, the one thing I do want to, I kind of want your overall thoughts. Obviously SummerSlam was a pretty good show overall, but I mean, did that, it feel like SummerSlam? Did it feel like no. the second biggest show of
1: the year? No, and that's the funny part, right? Like... It was a good show. I actually thought SummerSlam was enjoyable. Like remarkably they managed to do it where it didn't take 100 hours despite the number of yeah, matches ended on the card. Yeah, and that thirty, it was great. Um, you know, they I'm sure to a certain group of people the fact that they had you know Trish Stratus there and Goldberg there made it feel like a big event. Obviously, you know how I feel about it. Like, look, frankly, the Trish Stratus Charlotte thing might be the, the our, when we do our match of the our pay per view match. It might be the pay per view match. It was great. It was a phenomenal. I match. mean, it, it's it, not it, better than anything on NXT. You're right. I was it certainly say, it wasn't was, better.
2: It was, yeah, it was arguably the match of the show. I don't know if it was the right, match Correct.
1: Of it the certainly wasn't. Yes. Yes, it certainly wasn't better than um, than the two out of three falls match the night before. Uh, but it was to me the match of um, I actually.
2: I I actually. It, if you guys do the the segment later, I would vote for Candiceo as the it was a good match, match I of the weekend. I think,
1: I think it's silly to suggest that was better than the two out of three falls match. Like, I, I come I really on, dog! That match. It was really good, <laughs> but to suggest it's better than that, like that was beautiful. That I, I, was, I, I
2: had a I had a slight problem with the way the first fall ended in that. Match. I had a
1: slight problem with that too, and yet it's all right. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, I'm sure for some people it felt like SummerSlam. I couldn't. I'm I, like the things that we talked about last week were no less true over this weekend. It was weird as fucking shit that the biggest storyline that they had played up to SummerSlam had nothing to do with SummerSlam. It was yeah. really goddamn weird. And that's not me saying Glenn believes that Roman Reigns is so great that he has to be. It's that they did that. They did the work for one storyline to be the most significant storyline of them all at your second biggest, or what's supposed to be your second biggest pay per view of the year. And it had nothing to do with your second biggest pay per view of the year. It I couldn't help but notice that as I was watching the show, that everything else felt secondary to a thing that didn't exist.
2: Why didn't they have the Roman body match on SummerSlam?
1: Why didn't they do? Why didn't they just do the fucking Roman Samoa Joe
2: match that well, yes, everybody wanted? I'm saying, I'm saying building up to what we had there. Do the Roman Buddy match. Well, you're saying that because Slam. the
1: Roman Buddy match ended up being so goddamn good
2: that, yeah. like,
1: it would have been a great addition to the SummerSlam card. But I can get the argument that Roman Buddy did, in no world, felt like it was deserving of a SummerSlam match. Like, nobody but, was claiming know, You know who deserves a SummerSlam match? Roman Reigns. Roman I, I agree, but you had your answer all along. <laughs> yes. It was the yeah. most
2: simple. But we don't. We don't need to. We don't need to. You know, redo last week. But, uh, we know that was the the
1: epic mistake. was it's, doing it's it that way. It's insane what they did, and then again, <laughs> yes, to do it to make it the most important thing happening, and then for it to not exist at the major pay per view. Like I, I, there were cool things that occurred. There were neat things yeah. that occurred. But all of it felt like somehow Seth Rollins getting a clean win over Brock Lesnar felt secondary to the thing that wasn't there because of what the the story was that they had told coming into the pay-per-view.
2: Yeah. I mean it, it that's was, what makes it was it was weird. very sure, and and you know it also seemed secondary to the Fiend's entrance. Well we'll get to that
1: in a well, second. Yeah, that was a big moment as far as what actually happened occurred. Um, yeah. so yeah, it didn't like I agree with you that it didn't have the SummerSlam feel. Despite that it was still a good show. It was yeah, a so good it was enjoyable, a enjoyable show. Um, the, the Seth Rollins Brock Lesnar thing is weird. It's, it's, it's weird. It makes.
2: I don't see. Here's the thing it's weird in that they chose to go this route. It's not weird in the fact that this should have been the WrestleMania match. Like, this was them saying, we screwed up at WrestleMania. We screwed up a little after WrestleMania. We're fixing it here. Okay. Like, this is what we wanted.
1: Maybe, or- maybe it does that. But it bastardizes your ability to suggest that Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar moving forward. I mean, it really, really neuters what you've attempted to accomplish with Brock Lesnar, um, and that's fine. Oh, our big winner just chimed in.
3: Oh, Yo, big oh,
1: winner, big. You mean big loser? Yeah, he didn't even play along. That son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, Brandon, we have to, uh, we have to talk about what the uh, because we did determine that this was the final uh, pay per view for our our cycle. But we didn't of
2: course it was. We
1: didn't. We had determined that two months ago. You were in on that we, determination. We,
2: yeah, when we first started yeah. this, we said so, two SummerSlam. So oh,
1: okay. Yeah, so this this wasn't us screwing you. Um yeah, Brandon lost by a notable a lot. margin. Yeah. A notable. <laughs> it wasn't particularly close when it comes to picks. So we will have to figure out uh, during the course of this week. By next week's show we will announce what the payment is for Brandon being the loser. Is Brandon got <laughs> Not the only did he get it, is
4: I have to skip my chemo on
1: Monday, oh Jesus and, uh, Christ, potentially get cancer you know, back. Let's not <laughs> do that. Let's do something else. Genius. Um, anyway, yeah, Brandon not only lost for the weekend, but he lost significantly for the entire. Like he needed a big weekend. Yeah, in order he, to, he finished
2: there. had a we big had,
1: weekend, just the other way. Yes, <laughs> we
2: we we had we had five picks. Whether it's you know a double weekend like this one, where he had two shows but but five segments of picks and Brandon finished in last or tied for last four of the five
1: times. Oh boy. Yes. Oh boy. That's not not an ideal cycle for anyone. Well,
4: also like this time had stuff like like when we picked the pre-show matches at the last minute, like I didn't honestly I didn't even include those because it was oh, okay. just going like, to make it, it worse. Like, like when I read, when I read the matches, I thought the tag team match was not yeah.
1: on title, and then yeah, happened, I I I didn't was, even I mean
2: the, the problem with you is you buy Watched NXT. Oh, yeah. Yeah, NXT was not good for me. Yeah,
1: it was a rough night. It was a rough yeah. night as far as picks are concerned. Um, all right, so yeah, we've accomplished that. We're in the middle of discussing the Seth Rollins-Brock Lesnar thing. And um, I, look, I, I, you, you just you can't ignore it. You can't ignore the fact that as good as this is for Seth Rollins... Yes. Um And by the way, F I, how whatever all of you, I'm going to sound like AJ for a second. Anyone who's a like turned on Seth Rollins can go fuck themselves.
2: Have N- people turned on Seth Rollins? It's not yeah. a, people, it's people not a significant group. The way but he's it's, been booked the past three months, which th- I'm okay with. No, no. Well, go part fuck of the, yourself for the problem is too. because of who he's going to get
4: booked against now. People are definitely turning on him.
2: Well, if you want to say people are in on AJ Styles over Seth Rollins, like
1: no, but this is people being dicks. You're going to try to present yeah. that the book no, no, is well, the, the like, booking I, is I, I not the problem. Know, I,
2: I didn't know people like people have absolutely turned on the man's man, Seth Rollins, and but the they, I'm an idiot and I'm going to run into Brock Lesnar. You know, like I'm an idiot, Seth idiot first, Seth Rollins. For, first of all,
4: but, yeah, people were cheering for Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. He just well,
2: people were also like. Did the toronto thing as well no, to no, no.
1: this is this is the problem like uh, what
2: do you wait what do you mean to the toronto the... what
1: the fuck does that mean
2: there's a reason that toronto was called bizarro land by WWE announcers for two decades now What? Like, yes bizarro okay. land is absolutely a thing and there were several matches through like they booed bailey they, they there were several matches throughout the night where the fans were intentionally like all right, we're going to live up to this moniker. I, I, it felt I'm like the okay. Yeah, but to booing
4: Bailey is not unique to Toronto, and especially she was facing a, a face. So that doesn't. I mean, that doesn't. Make
2: the it Brock Lesnar gets, gets cheers. Gets everywhere, and as you said, you even brought it up on text. He's from Canada or lives in resides. Okay,
1: but there's a secondary part to this, right? Like I can I can accept that part of this is related to the crowd, but even you suggesting that there's a problem with how they booked Seth Rollins, I'm going to inherently disagree with. There's no I, problem with how they book Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, there's... I strongly disagree with that. That's this. insane. Like, what? He has a no, shirt no, that no, says there is the, the man's problem problem with man. So I what? So what is the with problem the with that? What is the problem with him having a shirt that says the man's man? What is the issue with that? Do you like Becky Lynch? I do like Becky what Lynch. What is the problem with that shirt? The problem with
2: that shirt is that Seth Rollins is now just... Basically, his, his character for about six weeks there was just doting boyfriend Seth Rollins. What are you talking about? That was his about? character.
1: Yes. I, I, I'm, I'm blown the fuck away by how you've created a new reality. There is no world. That part doesn't
4: bother me at all. There
1: is no world in which either one that happened, or B, there's any issue with him associating with Becky Lynch. Becky Becky Lynch Lynch is fucking red hot. Problem. Becky
2: Lynch went on interviews. Then she's dumb too.
1: That's dumb too. They literally just had him run the fuck through Brock Lesnar. Shut up. Yes, and I'm I'm talking about the. I'm talking about June and July. I'm not talking about. Then why would people be embracing AJ Styles to boo Seth Rollins, Aaron? What's that? And why would people choose to boo Seth because Rollins? Because
2: AJ Styles is awesome.
1: Because it's the club. Because yes, everyone's AJ a Styles dick. I, not, because not, everyone's yeah. a dick. AJ's right this time. Everyone's an asshole. No, Seth Rollins are, has no, been they are, They are
4: dicks. They are they're dicks. dicks. <laughs> they're, they're playing into the dicks as part of the problem. How? Like, why would you put – if you want him to be the number one babyface, why would you put him against the coolest fucking heels two in a row, first of all, and especially AJ Styles? Because like, they you bitched when
1: they—because everyone bitched when they booked him with Baron Corbin.
4: Everyone yeah, bitches about a other people you could book him against that isn't AJ Styles.
1: Who, right—you've bitched—we've bitched about, bitched about Brock Lesnar, we've bitched about AJ Styles, we've bitched about Baron Corbin. Who are they supposed to be booking him with?
4: Well, I, I didn't bitch about Brock Lesnar because they actually—they booked him the right way to get him booted. It just didn't work this time, but it was working. Um, and, 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 and people cheered when he won. So that's fine. The AJ Styles one's going to be a little bit more problematic though, because he is not like, they're trying to make him all the way heel, but it's, it's too smarky for them to get the booze. Really?
1: You, you reunited the club. This is what people wanted.
4: It's what everyone
2: wanted.
1: That's fine. But there's no correct answer. Tell me right now. now. That, that's fair.
2: I mean, I think if you were ignoring the Raw SmackDown stuff, I think that over... well no, because people do like Joe. I was going to say Joe. This is, but no, like, that's a, yeah. this
1: is about people being assholes for the sake of being assholes. Yeah, they are being oh, assholes. That's what this yes. is. We're, we're all on the same page It's there. not about the booking. It's not about it. It's about people choosing to be assholes for the sake of being assholes. There is no problem here. There is no issue. Seth Rollins has been booked Tremendously tremendously over the last few months. Yet, everybody just wants to be an asshole for the hold sake on, of being an asshole. Hold on, wait a second.
2: Hold on. Going back to WrestleMania, because I, as I said, this was to correct WrestleMania, even you were saying that the way he beat Brock Lesnar made no sense. No, see, no, that's, that's not part I am really talking about. Him...
4: Him punching Brock Lesnar that. in the nuts is the part that I'm talking about, the, the problem with them booking him. They corrected that with this yes, match and it,
1: and that's because what, they and that's had what him
4: legitimately defeat that. Brock Lesnar yes. in a very convincing but, I, I way. I have
1: no idea. Yes. I never had a problem with him punching Brock Lesnar in the nuts because I said then you accept that because you're dealing with Brock Lesnar, you have to do things that you wouldn't otherwise want to do as a face. You accept okay, the fact then that they, you've literally then you literally built... That completely
4: gets blown up with him convincingly beating him fair last And year that's why Sunday. the
1: impact to me is about Brock Lesnar. That What you've done is now make it so it's nearly impossible for Brock Lesnar to be Brock Lesnar because now the truth is you can just beat Brock Lesnar, like it can just be done. Like it's not but that... he's been
2: beaten before, he's been beaten cleanly before. Like, yeah. he, he got he got so beat I'm by Goldberg beat him. in a minute. How, he, uh, he got beat by Goldberg in a minute,
1: yes, correct. And that, I mean, by that was the dumbest thing in the history of it ever. And I said that, that but point. did it hurt him? No, because no. In, frankly, by doing it in a minute, you kind of make it so that it sort of was weird and wonky. He
2: he comes out and he beats Kofi now on the first SmackDown and beats Kofi convincingly.
1: But there's no word of it. Is Brock Lesnar's not... is going to... This is not going to be that Brock Lesnar can't be a top guy in the company. He's Brock Lesnar. He'll be fine. It's the idea that you built him up being this monster that was unbeatable, that you, you had to do things that you couldn't possibly... You had to literally either be an untouchable superstar legacy guy or you had to do these things that were inherently difficult to do. You didn't have him just lose matches to guys. Now, if that's who he's going to be, fine. I have no problem with Seth Rollins isn't
2: a guy, though. Seth Rollins is the the top guy. guy. You want him to be the top guy and you go the other way. If you if Seth Rollins can't beat him cleanly, then Seth Rollins cannot be the top face.
1: I I, I don't I don't agree with that in any way. And and, I do. and again you're having problems with that anyway. You're having problems where people are choosing to boo him no matter what. So I, I, I don't know but what that it, means. It's
2: not it's not even about the, the booing cheering thing. It's the 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 positioned as your top face, no matter who he, who he is. You can't have him saying this guy is clearly superior to him. You can't have a guy being clearly superior than the guy who was supposed to be your top face. I think. But, but, I no, think wait, 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 wait. Hang doing on a second. This.
1: Wait, wait, wait. You're suggesting that if if he beats him again and it's not this cleanly. Then that proves that Brock Lesnar is definitely superior to him. I'm
2: saying that if Seth Rollins can't beat Brock Lesnar multiple times without cheating, without using backhanded tactics, it shows yes, as you said. I, I, think, you're Brock giving, Lesner, I but think you're no, giving you, no you, room you whatsoever. It, that you position Brock as this guy who is above everybody else, and that's not good. Why
1: is that not good?
2: Because then you have everybody is inherently inferior to him and then instead of That's the story your that champion, you've been telling be, for years, no, your champion should be your best.
1: I mean, you've been telling the story for years that no matter who the champion was, Brock Lesnar was the top guy. I mean, it's this is not new. Like you've been telling that story. And, and, for I'm, years. and I'm
2: first of all, for the past two years, the champion has been Brock Lesnar.
1: Well, not at all. Not at all times, but like, for eighty percent
2: of the past two and a half years, Brock Lesnar has been your champion since WrestleMania in Orlando, where there was one three-month run, and now this past, you know, there. Okay, there's been about six months in total in the past. 28 months, right? That Brock Lesnar has not been your champion, right? So, so yes, there is a problem when, and what have we been waiting for for those periods where he hasn't been the champion is for Brock to come back and take that title back because he is better than people, Co- correct? So, I'm, and I'm yes, I think that's a problem when your championship picture, when everybody who holds the title who is not Brock Lesnar is just waiting for Brock Lesnar
1: um I, I mean i i, 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 I don't Again, as long as he's going to be there, I don't see the, any world in which that's the problem. Brock Lesnar is the established star of stars. He's the guy that 6,000 more people will go show up to see a house show for. Like that.
2: Well, Okay, but, well, then what's your what's your, your game plan? What's your exit strategy for him?
1: If he is always the best there is... At some the point best th- that you move past that era, at some point for whatever the, oh, reason it is... There we go. Okay, but that's what I'm saying is you move past that era. And if that's what you're demarking this moment to be is you're moving past the Brock Lesnar era, that's Seth fine. Seth is now
2: the guy on Raw. Yes, I think you're moving away if if nothing else, you're moving Brock away from Raw.
1: That's to do you think this gets moves him to SmackDown.
2: Yeah. I think that if he is around more often, as we're we were talking about, then he's moving to SmackDown. He's already yes. being yes.
1: advertised by the first episode. This well, time.
0: like he's I mean hundred percent
1: that, that, that's the first episode, it's the twenty so, they're, gonna, like they're, they're, they're gonna A gonna lot put,
2: of people are gonna be there. I
4: yeah, don't necessarily gonna... know
1: if that's true. No, but, but yes, it's the I first think...
4: episode on Fox though. I mean, and I think that's when he starts to be
2: on SmackDown. But look, I mean, I look, I mean we, they're, they're going to the advertise everybody Heyman for that was show. There. Heyman was there on Monday. We saw the team he like, he's going towards something. He had the big smile on his face. Yes, I do think he's And that going could end up being the Turkey. case, and
1: there's certainly plenty of logic The Fox would sort have of said, hey, we're going to get fucking Brock Lesnar out of this deal. Yes. That's the way that's going to go. I, like, nobody's arguing that there's plenty of logic in that if that ends up being the case. And if that's what it is, is this is your demarcation of moving Brock Lesnar away from even Raw, I can hear that. Like, this is the end of the Brock Lesnar era on Raw. Like, there's something to be said for that. And it does speak to sort of what I'm talking about to begin with, which is you can't just go right back to it being the exact same way. And if your answer is, well, it won't be, then that kind of works out. Like, yes. then that's, that's fine. That's sort of what you got at that point. And I'll, I'll listen to that. Uh, by the way, I have been told by somebody that has reason to know this, that the anticipation, again, backstage is that there will be another roster split before the first episode of Oh,
2: that, yeah, and Mel- Meltzer is agreeing with that. He said that, and we kind of thought a little bit, like, there was far less jumping back and forth this week. But yes. yes, that we're going to start seeing a hard brand
1: split going forward. Um, which is, again, not, as I said before, not that surprising. And I do believe that there will be top stars that will still be allowed to have flexibility in that um but at some point this goes back to the like you tune in to watch raw or to usa to see this person tune in to watch fox to see this person that the networks were probably going to want but sure they're all going to you know who's going to get if ronda rousey were to come back there's going to be both networks going to be fucking clamoring to get ronda rousey so there's always going to be an awkward spot when it comes to that um Look, it's fine. It, you know, If that's what we're doing, that's what you're moving forward with, that's what it is. And Seth Rollins comes out of it and looks great. It doesn't change the fact that people are absolute dicks. And then anyone sure. has an issue with what <laughs> you know, Seth Rollins is is fucking insane. Um, it, it's just stupid. And it just sort of proves a lot of AJ's theories correct. Um, here, so you only have a few more minutes. Knock out what you wanted to talk about uh, uh, the rest I of the weekend.
2: I, just, I'm, I was curious because I don't think there, this isn't a situation where I think there's a right answer. What did you think of no Bray Wyatt on Raw or SmackDown this week? I personally think it was a mistake. <laughs>
1: I mean, I saw what you were saying, that like you could still do a Firefly Funhouse segment to try to capitalize yeah, I, I on it. Think even there if... were,
2: I think there were people who were tuning in for Bray. I, I,
1: think that, I think that's maybe a little overblown between... I think the people that are super into Bray are wrestling fans. I don't think that the average person... Um, change whether or not they were going to watch wrestling based on what they saw of Bray Wyatt on yeah. Saturday night. No, they did. I, I, I
2: don't. No, no, no. I don't think like complete non wrestling fans. But I think the people who are you know kind of tune in when they're interested, tune out when they're not. I think there some of those might have tuned in this
1: week. Um... I don't know. I think, the, I think I think we wanted to see him. Yeah, I don't think. I, I think it's. I think this is a wrestling fan thing. I think wrestling fans are really into I Bray I, I, Wyatt. I, I, it's I awesome. saw
2: some mainstream buzz from
1: it. Like, who, like, I, like from I was where? getting
2: asked about it by like non-wrestling people,
1: but I did not. You know, there, see there's I did no way not to tell that. for sure. I mean, like my my world was people that are wrestling fans. And, like the best argument I can make for what you're saying is people that bitch about wrestling a lot. we talking about yeah. how much they like Bray Wyatt. So yes. if your argument yeah. is like. Hey, maybe some of those people that have been complaining might have been into seeing it again because they liked it when they tuned in on Sunday night. Like right. maybe there's I, I might have seen a little bit no, of that. I, I don't I
2: don't think this is like, oh my god, a million people tuned in just for Bray and they no, won't be back next week. No, I, I, I also
1: like I also tend to think that a lot of people that are that bitch about wrestling are also watching so that they oh, can sure. bitch yeah. about wrestling. So I don't
2: I mean there there was Here's the thing, and and there's a peak, and there's always a peak right after the major pay-per-views. Yeah. But I'm, cur- I'm curious if some of those peak were people who were curious about this thing they saw last well, night.
1: Maybe they were curious about the biggest fucking storyline in all of WWE <laughs> that had nothing to do with SummerSlam. <laughs> it was SummerSlam. Maybe perhaps they were they curious. They want to know who's yeah. trying to kill Roman yeah, Maybe Reigns. perhaps they were curious about that. That might have been another scenario that could have gotten people to tune in that for some reason <laughs> had nothing to do with the second biggest pay-per-view of the year. But I I'm sure it was fine, Brandon. I'm sure I was overreacting. Jesus. So here's the other funny thing. We also had to
4: watch the fucking recap like four times this week. Jesus Christ. Of everything
1: that has happened so far. Because it's the only thing that they care about except
0: (laughs) for the pay-per-view.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. I don't want
0: to it. Since
2: they only got a couple minutes. I do. There was one more. Let's just go to it. Do we think it's Daniel Bryan?
1: Yes. Ah. I'm not sure. It, I'm not sure. I like. I there's. A, yes, it's the most logical conclusion. Like yes, it almost kind of has to be right. But like, what if they're it's leaving not? the door wide open? Yep. What if I, like there's here was the one that until Monday night, I was starting to come around to the idea that it was Braun. Like that was what I was coming to. Is nope. that this would be a great way to reintroduce Braun Strowman? Is to say, look, we've tried to make him a face. This is a dumb idea. Why did we ever want Braun Strowman as a face? We've made him disappear for a little while, and when we bring him back, we're gonna go super heal Braun Strowman again, right? Now, part of the problem might be that literally you just it's impossible to do that, right? Like you can't make people boo <laughs> Like, this is the real problem. Is like, when you, you can't
2: go... Be- you're, you're going
1: big show if you do that. You're going full yeah. big
4: and, show. And little kid's like Braun now. He's, like, the second oh, most popular I, to Roman Reigns. But, unfortunately, Reigns, so. I just
1: I just don't think it's ever going to work. Like, this Here's, is... It's a terrible character for him. It doesn't yeah. make any... Him, him helping people and, like, being a good steward, despite the fact that he should be able to murder all of them, is... That's never weird, bit. yeah, weird it's, bit. It's, well, it's,
4: we're definitely going towards Seth versus Braun. So it'll be interesting to see how that's booked. Are we? I mean, yep. they
1: did. They had the, the acknowledgement on Monday, yeah. 8, but that was like to me, that's more problematic than anything. Braun Strowman should want to I, murder. I, Seth I was Rollins. going to say, I
2: think to, to me, that felt like Braun's going after AJ and going after No, he's looking at the
4: title and looked
2: at. No, Seth I, I understand. And down the line. Yes. And you can come back to it. I'm talking about the more like between now and rumble.
1: Um, I,
4: th- I think it's happening at the next pay per view.
1: Uh, wait, you think that, that Braun Seth is happening at the next pay per view and not Seth AJ?
4: I, I mean, it depends on. I, I think they're going to do Super Friends oh, tag boy. team match, and then it, the next title match is going to be Seth and Braun.
1: That's... I could see Seth Braun down there. I understand
4: road. it, but I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think it makes sense, but I think that's what they're doing. In fact, Whoa. I just lo- I just found a story. That, that would be ugly. Seth Rollins <laughs> versus Braun Strowman plan for Clash of the Champions.
2: Oh, oh.
1: Okay. That's not good. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't know how any of this makes sense. That um, that's really not good. Yeah. For According
4: to, Delve, <laughs> D- to Dave Meltzer, Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman is WWE's current plan for the Universal Title at Clash of Champions. Th- well, that's not
1: good for either of them. Yeah, that doesn't. It frankly. just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's just completely illogical. And if.
4: I knew that's what they were doing, though. As soon as you saw that segment, and I oh, was man, like, I, "Why are we doing this?"
1: Right, I get the the, tip, the hat tip, but man, I the whole thing is uh,
2: that that weird. just seems like it's going to be a disaster for both. Uh, uh, I right. just wanted to throw out one more possibility that would be fun. I don't believe it's happening, but it would be fun for the Roman situation. So Daniel Bryan is very incensed over this. He he truly seems. I mean, quite frankly, he sounds like Colonel Jessup, and I'm waiting for it. you said, "Goddamn right, I did it." But if it's not that case, and he's really upset, and he really didn't do it. Rowan did do it, but he did it with Luke Harper. And this is a return of just kind of the Bludgeon Brothers as a just truly dominant force. Maybe. So would that be a big, a
4: big fart noise for this, if that's what it is?
2: I don't know. If, if if you have them wrecking both Daniel Bryan and Roman. Why would they wreck Daniel Bryan? Yeah, Because they're doing it outside of his, for, you know. That's not uh, his. It, it's uh, not his doing. I was, I threw it out there. It's something I thought about. I would say punk. that's.
1: I would say that's the wrong way to flip Daniel Bryan back to a face. Like, yes. It, like, I don't like, really necessarily
2: <laughs> think you have to flip him back to a face. It's they're taking out everybody.
1: I mean, that would mean that they're the heels, right?
2: But yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean everyone they take out are, are
1: faces. I mean, then we're just sort of NW, getting... NWO took out. But, both but, faces but and we're heels. Hey, to... hey, Samoa Joe. Is <laughs> I know. But, turned, I mean, but that's heel what you're, and face we're, in the same show. we're We're absolutely getting to a world where there are no heels and no faces. Like we're we're, well, we're true, teetering. Too. We're teetering on that nobody's a yeah. heel, nobody's a face thing. Which like, yeah. I, I, whatever. I, I don't want to go yeah. too far into that. Anyways, I got a roll. All right, so. uh, plug your plug your shit.
2: Uh, listen or watch to the Daily Line, 3 to 7, D.C., Philly, Chicago, Bay Area. If you're in any of those areas, look at your NBC Sports affiliates. It'll be on. I'll
1: catch you guys later. All right, at the Aoster on Twitter. Uh, all right, so here's what we're going to do. We are going to grab a break, um, and AJ is going to join us when we come yes. back in. It's been a while since we talked to AJ. He's been out on the road. Uh, so, I've been called an asshole for a while, so I'm looking forward to that. Well, I can do that. You, <laughs> Your action's a week <laughs> ago. My God. <laughs> When you made me pop a fucking blood vessel because you would just debate me saying the most logical. All right. Anyway, Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ. So AJ is going to join us. We'll go over the rest of the weekend. And look, I'm going to bring up obviously the Seth Rollins stuff with him. We haven't picked the best match in like a month, it feels like. So God knows where we are with that. Um, And I can't remember any of the matches past this weekend we got to so, talk some NXT. Yeah, we've we got to talk about NXT. We'll probably do that in segment three. So there's still a lot to cover. It's, we're just going to be doing, it's going to be basically a weekend recap for the entirety of the show. But when we come back in, AJ will join us. Um, that was Aaron. Uh, he's Brandon. I'm Glenn. This is Jobbing Out. <laughs>
0: The latest edition of Press Box is available
1: now, and it's our annual college football preview. On the cover, Brooks Debose profiles Maryland football coach Mike Oxley who finally got his dream job but faces a tough task. Plus, previews for Navy, Towson, Morgan State, and more as well as a preview of the high school
0: football season in the area. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also find the entire edition, as well as the best
1: daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at Press Box online.com Back in here for segment number two of Jabbing Out. Glenn Clark, no Aaron for this segment but Brandon Linton and the return of...
0: The main event.
1: Hey, he's back. He's Yay. back. AJ Francis, who's been out on the road the last couple weeks. I mean, like we could probably just do an entire show talking about the things that you've experienced.
0: Uh, yeah. Over- so the, the whole thing was we started in Florida with the Georgia, uh, Tennessee, Illinois, Indiana, back to Tennessee. Uh, then we went to. We were Arkansas, then Oklahoma, and then I just flew back from Oklahoma today.
1: Wow, dude. Holy shit, man. Um, I, the, the part that we need to discuss the most, I think, would be your experience at, at the, the gathering. Yes. That's the part that we need to discuss.
0: Oh, well, uh, just so you guys know, because I am the main event, uh, I, I was undefeated at the gathering. I won two different cipher battles. And I want a match with JCW, in which the promoter Rude Boy said during the match on commentary, and I quote: "These guys are stealing the show." Oh
1: shit! That's cool, man. That is really fucking cool. Um, oh
0: yeah, match match of the night at JCW. Only been working like eight months, no big deal, dude. That's
1: dope. Well, I mean, what was it like just being a part of that whole deal? Like this is. Dude, it was.
0: Well, it was the first time anyone asked to see my butthole while I was in rings. <laughs> <and that> was- <laughs>
4: Did anybody dump Fago on you?
0: No, they uh, threw Fago at us when we were on stage, like uh, hosting the last day of the festival. But um, (laughs) but like uh, when the wrestling, no, they actually respect the wrestling, which is surprising.
1: I mean, did you did you get an opportunity?
0: Because wrestling fans are like wrestling fans as a subculture are already assholes. Yeah, that that part is correct. So that wrestling fans within the asshole juggalo and juggalette fam- family <laughs> you would think they would be the asshole right assholes, the biggest ass- ass- really dope
1: that's really funny that's really funny how that works you, did you get an opportunity to throw a hatchet while you were there by chance
0: no, I didn't throw a hatchet, but apparently 4th of July never ended because there was fucking mortars and fireworks all day, every day. Uh, 6 a.m., 6 p.m., doesn't matter.
1: Oh, my God. Dude, I, I wish – all right. If you guys plan to go back, I, honest to God, would love to go. I would love – I'm going to be
0: honest with you here. and I told this to everybody that with, to the trip. I was like – Dude, I'll go to the gathering of the jugglers again because I did have a good time, but I refuse to go if I don't have a hotel off site. Oh my did you have to oh, camp? Yeah. No way. I will yeah. never I will never stay on this campground ever again. Oh my they are- god. Bro, pe- people literally walk around with megaphones yelling, fuck your sleep at like five o'clock <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> That's
1: Seven AM. That's a good bit. <laughs> All right, yeah, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> that just sucks. There's no getting around like
0: that. That sucks. Yeah, I sure
1: wow. Never.
0: It like Constellation. Constellation wait, wait, wait. never ended, dog.
1: I mean, that's crazy, dude. That's crazy. Well, that's cool, man, and uh, cool that you had such a great experience out on the tour. Glad to have you back. Uh, I was actually playing the role of you in the first segment of the show. Um, Which was. Which is weird, because I, like... Oh,
0: well, oh, uh, people said SummerSlam sucked? Well, no, no. More,
1: more about, like, specifically anyone that would boo Seth Rollins. Like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, what... People are fucking... Between that and any goddamn human being chanting out the words, Kofi's stupid, yeah, you should all that. be murdered. You should all Coffee?
0: be... Like I was so disrespected by that, bro.
1: It's the I, I don't have the words for the level of stupidity. It's not entertaining. Remember what I said about Pittsburgh last week, Brandon? I take it all back. Yeah. Toronto's worse. Fuck yeah, all of you much better. forever. Well, Pittsburgh's not great. We got a lot of problems with Pittsburgh no, crowds. So. Pittsburgh was not much better. Yeah, but, yeah, but it was much better, dude. No, the what in the
0: absolute fuck? And then is they what? cheer when Sasha attacks Becky, which is like what? I, no, that like, makes it, sense. Is, That's their fault. No, it doesn't. Isn't the Becky supposed problem. to be the goat?
1: No, but yeah, I get, but I is, I understand is, the. I understand cheering the pop. Isn't the Becky fact.
0: supposed to be the most over girl ever? Yes. Here's but,
1: the here's the problem. When you have someone who
4: hasn't been on TV for months and people assume are leaving the fucking company and they come back and they they're people are gonna lose their fucking shit. So when you put when you put her and. Add that to the fact that how did every female that has gotten mega over in the past four to six months get over? They beat the fuck out of someone. Like, it's exact, exactly what they did with Bailey's. It's exactly what they did with Becky. It's exactly what they did with Snow. Charlotte.
0: She she attacked and injured Natalia in Canada, bro. That's nobody gives a shit about
4: Natalya. I mean, I, I I hate to tell you that, but nobody no one gives cares. a shit about
0: Natalia in Toronto. Are you, No, you, they idiot? don't care. Uh, I mean, okay, not but right.
4: cheer when she came out. Her pop at Summerslam was not that great. I I, I don't because she was I didn't...
0: facing Becky Lynch. Well, right, and it's, uh, Sasha Banks but is but way when more over gets, than Natalya. When she's injured and gets attacked by Sasha Banks. Yes, it's clearly
1: – no, what you're right about is that it's clearly a heel move. There's no doubt about that. <coughs> there is it, precedent – It's obviously
4: a heel move, but I right. mean they should have known the crowd was going to no, cheer but for yeah. Sasha. The only precedent I can – She was in a can,
0: sling, and then the girl threw her shoulder into the turnbuckle. Yeah, I yeah, mean, if this Brooklyn not,
1: they would have been like do it again, do it again. What what I would, the only precedent is that yes, when a returning star comes back and particularly one that we really did not like have any fat, like nobody knew this was coming at all. This wasn't something that was rumored like thought she might be leaving we the We genuinely company. believe Sasha was done a number of people. So there is precedent for that being something that's going to generate uh, a pop knew, no knew matter story. what. Well, yeah, you have a little bit of a you different relationship. Different. Yes, it's <laughs> a little bit different in those circumstances. Um, but outside of you, most people seem to think like this was it, and she was probably. I, head- knew what's I get it. You knew. We established that you knew. <laughs> we established that much that
0: you knew. <laughs> You're the one. But it, was, but it was easy to see coming. Literally, l- literally, her she uh, her husband posted. Ah. Ah.
1: Uh, you're cutting out a little bit. We her gear,
0: like the day. Dave- okay. Mikazi, her husband, who does yeah. it, who's the main tailor for WWE. Are we ever
1: going to get him on, by the way? Is, like, he allowed to come on with us? Oh, just- uh, yeah,
0: actually, I've never, um, I should ask him. Like,
1: this I probably could- would have been a good week um, to do it now that oh. I think about it. <laughs> this probably would have been a great week to have him on. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: that's on me. I, I should have thought of that earlier in the week. Um, yeah. No, I get it. I don't follow him on Twitter, so you know, obviously, I didn't have that information. Clearly, not enough people followed, or else they might have been to put together the thing, put the pieces together as well. But
0: I mean, he does have a shit ton of followers, dude. Mainly, obviously, because you know,
1: right? He's Sasha Banks' husband. Yeah, I mean, that it, it goes along, goes a long way, <laughs> goes a long way to helping that number bump up. Um, I hear you. Look, that that one's separate from everything else. Anybody who booed Seth Rollins or said Kofi's stupid, go fuck yourself. There's no problems yes. here. These guys have been booked exactly the way that they should be booked. They're awesome. They're fucking great workers. Go fuck yourselves for thinking you're I so cool and do. so smart. Do on,
0: but I, I I did actually feel them when it was a double count out. I was kind of annoyed. Well, I don't have a problem with at the end that of the Kofi match. Would win. Okay. So I had no problem right. with them booing. Wait, that. that part is
1: bullshit. But to boo in the match to chant Kofi stupid, go fuck yourself forever. Forever go fuck yourself. You are shit. Yes, no doubt. The, have a fucking double count out at the end of that was bullshit. There is no doubt about that. And if it had just been a reaction to that, we could have had that conversation. But to chant within the match, Kofi's stupid? I, I got nothing, man.
0: Yeah, this is... W- bro, Randy... Or- and this is why Randy Orton's going to win this feud, bro. Yeah. You know that, right?
4: I don't think he is. I, I think that
0: they're... I think, I think after... Everything they've done with Kofi Kingston for Randy Orton to still get a loud amount of support at SummerSlam as the asshole heel, he's going to win though, dog.
4: Well, we also talked earlier. I didn't realize this, but they enlightened me to the fact that Toronto is an asshole town.
1: Typically,
0: yeah, I didn't know. And, so, I didn't know
1: that either. That was Aaron that said that. I was unaware.
0: I mean. I mean that's I know that because they had the audacity to boo the Rock. When there Hogan is that,
1: was. yes, WrestleMania against Hogan. They booed the Rock. That is true. Um, I, look, um here's but what
0: that's a, the reason I, I've said this before. The reason that match is my favorite match of all time is because the entire storyline and the entire plan for the match was Rocks the babyface, Hogan's the heel. Right, and when they heard the crowd reaction, they in the ring decided to completely switch the match. On the
1: fly. Well, do you know that Hulk Hogan wasn't always going to do that, though? I mean, like in fairness, we know a thing or two about Hulk Hogan. Do you know no, that? Yeah,
0: he was going to do that, but he was, uh, but he literally wrestled as the baby no, face. No, I, I understand you know, what you're like,
1: saying. Like, right, I understand what you're saying. The first, um, uh, he, a, a baby couple, face that chokes people with belts and well, yeah, that, that and happens. things of that it nature. Happens. So <laughs> Becky Lynch. Well, that's fairly true. Um, so a couple thoughts on this, though, right? Like I, I said last week, I wouldn't have had a problem with randy winning on saturday dragging or on sunday dragging it out a while maybe letting this last all the way to survivor series to try to create another kofi moment like i would have had no problem with saying hey let's let's do this to give some more juice back to kofi to give him a bigger win let him chase for a minute when it's all said and done that to me actually would have worked in storyline doing this i i got Does anybody want more Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton now?
4: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I do. I I do really. Yeah, I think that that they saw the crowd reaction that this now not the ending, but like what the lead up, like the promos were getting really good and really real. Yeah, and I think that they were like, "Oh shit, we should have been building this for longer. Let's keep this thing going." Um, And I think it's also like one thing we don't talk about a lot, but we probably should is like when you're building these shows, like sometimes And the Bruce Pritchard talks about, about this a lot. Like sometimes you have to pull the shine off of some things so that other things shine a little more. And so not everything can be like a five star definitive finish match. And I, like, while I don't think a double count out is the right way to go. Like, I think that's what thinking here is like, well, let's give this the shine somewhere else where it's going to steal the show and have a great match. At, we got to pull back a little bit because we have AJ Ricochet. We have Seth Brock. We got all this other stuff. By the
0: way, hold on. But you just mentioned it. I just have to say this really quick. Who the fuck does Ricochet think he is walking on people's shoulders?
4: <laughs> He's fucking insane. He is dude.
0: Nuts, is, dude. He we is can nuts. get
4: to that later. But holy shit. Yeah. I mean, okay, so like, I don't know. Are we done – bitching about this or do you want to keep going no, I,
1: don't, I don't need to bitch about the fans anymore like i already did it for ages you know, here's, here's why i say
4: that i think that all of like you know the first segment we were kind of complaining a lot about the seth rollins and brock stuff and whatever i think that we all of this has been o- overshadowing the fact that we had a very good weekend of pay per said.
1: well hang on yes. a second. there's two different things there because we said the top and i don't think brandon you were on yet yeah. There was SummerSlam was great. I mean, for, yeah. for for whatever warts it had, it was a great card. It's forever going to be fucking weird that the biggest storyline you had in the company was in no ways involved in SummerSlam. Like that's except it, for it, a recap of Raw, which was it, real it, weird. It's, it's like, always we, we're watching recaps on SummerSlam. Yeah, that's always going to be a weird and it did impact. Like it it felt weird while I was watching the whole thing. Like this is good. But it's weird because it feels like something that isn't going on is still bigger than everything that is going on, right? Like it was this weird feeling that kind of existed. But beyond that, the show was great. I mean, it
0: was a great show. It was And I and I and I you you know me, I rarely am the person that says this, but I can definitively say NXT was better.
1: Well, no doubt. Oh, I mean, it right, was th- way th- and better. that's and that's part of this. Is like when you say the weekend, I mean in fairness, how many times have we ever come out of a weekend where we got an NXT card and we were like, Well, that was kind of disappointing?
0: Like Dude, the, like There were three different match of the year candidates on NXT.
1: Yeah, uh, listen,
4: this (laughs) takeover completely overshot my expectations, and my expectations were high.
1: Me
0: too.
4: Um, I could not. I texted you guys. I cannot I, I,
1: believe. I kind of wanted to say. Match. I kind of wanted and to then, say. Then, hey, yo, 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 yo yo, 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 stop, 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 this stop, this stop, stop, stop. stop, stop. I was crying. Stop. It We're was gonna so talk good. about oh, NXT. Stop. I have to do a I have to be a broadcaster here. We're gonna talk about NXT in the third segment. Oh, sorry. Let's get through the rest of SummerSlam, and then we'll talk about Takeover in the third segment. Fair, fair, fair. I gotta be the professional broadcaster for a second. I'm sorry um no you're right there's plenty to talk about i just want to save it for segment three and let's keep everything moving forward um as far as everything else that we got from the main roster this weekend as far as between again in the SummerSlam card was very good with the notable exception being it's just weird that you have this storyline that hangs over and it's just I, i i'll never i'll never get over how weird that is there'll be like we'll i'll think about that part of this forever that that the biggest the biggest thing going on in the company had nothing to do with your second biggest pay-per-view of the year. Like, it's just, okay. it's strange, we, man. We Okay, so SummerSlam. So we talked
4: at length about Seth and Brock and blah, 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 and how it was booked, and I don't think we need to give that, it that much more, but I do want to say, because we didn't get a chance to say, this is the best Brock Lesnar match I think I've seen oh, in a like year. Like, he
0: worked, yeah. He,
1: he in appeared. a year. He the
0: worked best his it's fucking the best ass off. It's the best one since Undertaker Brock did the Hell in a Cell.
4: Well, no wait, But that triple threat match at Royal Rumble was really uh, good that was, with him that and was, Seth and John Cena. That was a
1: match of the year type of match. But th- yeah. as far as a one-on-one match is concerned, um, this is yeah. the best that we've seen him. I, I don't know that I disagree with AJ. As in a one-on-one match, I think this is the best that we've seen him since then, which is interesting and twofold, right? Because the first question is, does that mean we're getting more of this Brock? Moving I forward, hope so. has he completely bailed on any thoughts of being a UFC fighter in the future? Has he just said, "Look, this is who I'm going to be. I only have a little bit longer to have these types of matches. I want to have a few of them." I, do. I mean, he
4: announced his retirement from from. But
1: he's done that before. <laughs> like.
4: Okay, but not in recent.
1: No, I understand what I'm saying. Like, has he completely said professional wrestling is what I'm going to do? And I'm going to do so. it as a professional wrestler, not as a guy who shows up from time to time. That's a big deal when he shows up. Like, is he committed to being a professional wrestler moving forward? Because that could be really cool. If we have cool Brock Lesnar matches coming up and he's a wrestler, I, I think that would be dope. Or what? I think the flip side argument is, did he feel like he was doing the right thing for Seth Rollins or that the moment was so important that he decided – to to work the match the way that he did it this time. I think, I think
4: so. I mean, I think he sees something in him. Obviously he did not in Dean Ambrose because (laughs) he didn't give him shit, right? But he let Seth Rollins give him a a frog splash from the top rope through a table, which I don't know if I've seen Brock do in a while, go through a table on the outside or let anyone hit him. You know, I don't know, man. I, I was really impressed with his selling and, and, and he made Seth look like a a million bucks. And Brock's
0: always been a big Brock. Brock yeah. sells like a champ, though.
4: Yeah, All, always ha- It's un- it's an underrated part of his matches because usually it's just him beating the fuck out of people. But whenever he does have to sell, we've talked about this before on the show. It is there's a reason why they pay him what they pay him, and we saw that on Sunday. the The spot where he was swinging Seth Rollins around by his uh, rib tape.
1: Holy shit! Like that was so cool. I mean, dude, it was it was tremendous. Uh, you know, I don't know what else to say to it. It was and then, and, well, I just have to say it because so yeah. many people bitch about him
4: being there, and this is why he's there. Like, if he's gonna do this, and he, uh, one thing we talked about AJ is that they feel. Was it just you or you and Aaron no, feel I, that no, 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 this I, sort of. I, I, can't I crunches I, I, the myth of the beast?
1: It's not the – boy, Shut there's up. a fine line. You're 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 oversimplifying, People that.
0: lose, bro. Not
1: Brock Lesnar hasn't. Not like this. That's the difference. Brock
0: Lesnar got his ass whooped in UFC, dog. In the UFC, yes. Since he's arrived back in WWE, yeah, this but hasn't the happened. The whole gimmick is that he's the prize fighter. Like Prize fighters get their ass whooped sometimes. Ask Ronda. Ask Mike Tyson. Yeah, like, when,
1: when, it, when it happened to Ronda, she quit. Like, I mean, this is not – it's not regularly that you see this. but this
0: is gimmick, brother. He's not going to quit. He's making too much money. Oh, I
1: understand that part. I don't disagree with that. The question becomes – He would whoop
0: Seth Rollins' ass in real life, dog. It's – I know that's true.
1: (laughs) I know that's true. I think the question becomes: What are you doing with Brock moving forward? Are you pretending like it never happened, like he's still un—you know—undefeated? Yes, and they, he's they unbeatable. Be Brock come out and murder the someone. The reason
0: the reason why Brock shouldn't be the champion anymore isn't just because he is. Uh, isn't just because he doesn't show up or like he doesn't show up like he used to. Blah blah blah. blah. The reason he shouldn't be the champion no more is he don't need the belt.
4: Yeah, that's well, a good I, point.
0: I don't disagree with that. I think that <laughs> he they... doesn't need it, bro. Right. He never has, well, for real. I,
1: I've never thought that he did. I mean, I, honestly, I never thought that he did. In fact, I think we've always argued that it was to the detriment of him.
0: And realistically, the only time you should ever give him the belt is when you're trying to put somebody super over, which is exactly what they did with Rollins.
1: Okay, well, I'd be for that. If that's what they want to do moving forward, I'm for that. But that's different than what they've done. That's my point, right? Like, if that's what they're looking to do, thumbs up all around. I'm good with with that I think that works but that's not what they've been doing for the last three years for the last three years it's been un- unbeatable Brock Lesnar who's exalted over everyone there is no one in Brock Lesnar's universe so this creates a sea change for that this is the first time that you've put someone in Brock Lesnar's unif- universe and that's interesting and it'll be interesting to see how they do that moving forward
4: um, I, have, I didn't get a chance to say this because Aaron had to go but I do have a theory about why they did this um, big picture wise i think that maybe may, maybe not but i think we might be getting Seth Rollins and John Cena at at WrestleMania and and i think that they did this so that they can show that Seth Rollins beat the person that beat the shit out of John Cena
0: no, i don't i, mean, I think that's a, i think that's a stretch yeah. i just think that Seth Rollins is the guy, and they're putting him over. It. Well, I right like, that
1: that part I get. I get that part for sure. That they're they're strapping the rocket and saying this is the guy that we have right now. In fairness, in part, it was sort of the anti Roman Reigns, right? Like the fans love this guy, although there's starting to be some chinks in that armor as well. Um, but we're gonna embrace this as being the guy.
0: It's crazy how I heard that. I haven't seen it yet, but it's crazy how. Roman Reigns had such an amazing match with Buddy Murphy, and he can't wrestle. It's crazy. Yeah, he did. He did
1: have quite the match with Buddy Murphy on Tuesday. He had fucking <laughs> that was a great match. Man. Although, in fairness, he didn't have. How a How was he able
0: to do that, considering know, he I've can't wrestle? That.
1: Well, they, he didn't get to wrestle at SummerSlam, which makes all the sense in the world. Um, I don't want to keep going on that. Um, all right, a couple things I wanted to knock out. I had I had an issue with the segment between Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon on Tuesday. Oh Jesus um, Christ! And not and honestly, it wasn't just that Shane McMahon was part of it, which like typically has been my issue. Um, my issue is: is there anything less stone cold than having Kevin Owens politely <laughs> ask Shane McMahon to reconsider a fine? Like, how much of a bitch move is that for somebody? Here's the problem.
4: Been- Here's the problem with what you're saying: the crowd ate it up because they related to. This guy not being able to afford this fine. Did you? It, 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 you thought they the clapped when he said that? Shit. I mean, when but it was
1: more like a polite. We're gonna clap because Kevin Owens is here, and so like. I, no,
4: I think they it, were clapping because wasn't they were like, pop. "We no, we agree. That's bullshit." Like, I think they were they were like relating to this.
1: Eh, we're, all right. I did not sense that at all. I sensed more like we're gonna clap to keep this thing moving along because we're, you're the guy we're supposed to be clapping. When for. do the fans ever do that? Typically, when, when there's good guys versus bad guys, when there's a pause, they tend to, to clap. You mean like Kofi's stupid? No, that's a different thing because people suck.
0: <laughs> and
1: that wasn't in the middle of a promo. You mean like Roman
0: sucks? Yeah.
1: You know what? If your point is that people are stupid, you're going to get that. You're right. People are stupid. But regularly, when a face is cutting a promo and stops, you'll hear like a small amount of applause, even if the person didn't say anything that was all that interesting. Um, I, I just didn't you get that. You mean like Finn Balor? Yeah, sometimes I do that with Finn Balor. Yeah, sometimes it works that way. That does tend to be the case.
0: Finn Balor is—I will say this today—he's one of the greatest workers of all time. But-
1: yeah, not compelling. Not not a compelling on the mic. Not at all. You're not wrong. He's not compelling. He's just not. And look, Finn Balor's amazing. You know what I mean? Like, amazing. He looks and great. I,
0: and I've bought so much Finn Balor merch. I'm a Finn Balor mark.
1: Right, but no, on the mic, not a lot to offer. Just not a lot to offer. <laughs> but he's that guy. Like he's the guy that like he says something like, you know. And I, I, I worked a heck of a match last week, and then he pauses, like he's expecting a reaction, and the crowd's like, oh yeah, like okay, you know, it's that type of reaction that I'm talking about. What um, do you guys think about those Dolph Ziggler stuff? I mean. <laughs> It's it's kind of hilarious, so I don't hate it. Like, he's,
4: he's the knight from Monty Python, right? Right.
1: It's it's sort of so funny that I can't even be mad at it. Like it was the whole Goldberg thing was stupid, but like it's
0: no it, when, he, I, I, when, when he when when Dog started talking shit, I was like, "This is why are you doing this?" When Goldberg left and he started talking shit, Goldberg came back, Dog. <laughs> That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He
4: did it twice, too.
1: It makes it work despite the fact that it's dumb. (laughs) Like, it's dumb, but yet it's funny. So you're like, all right, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you on this one. It doesn't make a lick of sense. It's silly, but yet... It's not that bad. It's funny. It's funny. I'm good with that because it's, it's also
0: funny. the one way you can make a Goldberg match slash segment longer than five minutes.
1: There is something to be said for that too. I like, think like you got more bang for your buck with Goldberg because you did that. There is something. Well, see, to be
4: said the thing that. is, I thought that's why they did it at the time because they were like, "Okay, we'll get here's how we're going to get fifteen minutes out of this." But then they did it again on Raw with the
1: Miz, and so. I'm like, But it, is, I think that they saw that it got a pop and so they just decided to try to do it again. I mean I don't think Well right, is, but is this gonna happen every week now? I mean, if it does, it'll get old at some point. Like at some point we'll be like, Okay, dude. Like there's gotta be uh,
3: they
4: they tend to do these things with Dolph Ziegler, like when he was doing someone's you're entrance every week. Not and we're wrong. kinda like Okay. Right, get, get like, to the point,
1: right, and there never ended yeah. up being a point. And that's that's problematic, and I'm going to guess there's probably not much of a point to this as much as it is they got a cheap pop for it on Sunday, they decided to roll it back. You said it.
0: that, Brandon, but the last two weeks when you did HBK and Goldberg's interest, it was gold.
1: Yeah, but that was different than when he was doing everybody
0: else's Yeah, that's interest. not the same like, thing as what right, I'm talking like. about. They, they talking did about like
4: a bit a year ago or so where he was like, Basically, the whole idea was it started this feud with Bobby. Roode. I know what
0: you're talking about. He was, okay. he was literally just coming out pretending to be people.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: same
4: thing. Yeah, but at the t- but this was different because this was actually more when he did those entrances. Like there was more of a point to it because it was more in a concise program that before was just like let's do it for six weeks in a row, and that's all he did.
1: Yeah, and it never seemed to go anywhere. Yeah, and I right. I, I agree with that. And again, I don't like if I, if you're asking me to bet, I say this isn't going anywhere. But you know, we'll see. Like, there's time, and at some point, we'll stop popping for it. And when that happens, they should probably do something else. Like that would be that would be probably the way that I would play that out. Um. Uh. Yes. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Um. I was gonna jump to the women. We talked in the first segment, Aaron and I. Look, the truth is that. As far as I'm concerned, and AJ, we can ask the question for the weekend or for the whole week too. Um, but as far as the SummerSlam card alone goes, to me, the match of the night was was Charlotte and Trish. Yes. Um, like, I, and 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 again, as somebody who typically does who would
0: not guess the Queen, is the queen.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, amazing. Um, I knew that was coming. As someone who typically does not like like the Legend thing, I never was offended by the the, the Charlotte Trish thing. Always made sense to me. It always seemed like a very logical match to have. Um, it didn't feel ham-fisted. It didn't feel like we're just going to do this because we're trying to get a cheap pop for a second. It actually felt like a good story, a relevant story to be told, and obviously it helps that like, Trish was not the so far. The queen of removed. all
0: errors, wrong may she reign.
1: Right. I mean, like that actually worked. Like That actually worked, and it led to, on top of that, a really good match where Trish proved that she could still work. That she wasn't well past you know her prime to where she was just out there for three minutes to collect the paycheck. I'm not gonna
0: lie to you, man. With them, with them new, with them moon balloons, I was afraid.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I was, I, really, I genuinely like was watching the match like if She takes a long face bump. This could be very, very bad.
1: Though. Well, yeah, not not it could have been problematic, but um, no, it was great. I I thought for Sunday night it was the best match of the night. Um, yeah.
0: Because Trish is one of the good, and Charlotte is the good. Right, right, there
1: you go. That's exactly that's exactly what we expected to come. All right, now with that in mind, I guess go ahead, AJ, and ask us the two questions that we need to address for the entirety of the week.
0: Who had the best match in WWE this week, and what was the best pay-per-view match
1: this week? Oh, my God.
0: And this month. And guess what? I think it's the same fucking answer.
1: I don't, look, um, I think that we are going to do, we're in danger of overthinking it. And and Aaron's already told me what his vote is. Um, I think we're in danger of overthinking this. The answer is the two out of three falls match because the answer is the two out of three falls match. I I can hear your arguments for other things, but that was fucking art. That was. I'm on board with that. Goddamn Beautiful, what they did there. So I'll listen to your argument, but then we can deal with this afterwards.
0: You know what? I I was going to say the, you know, Velveteen. I knew that was going to (laughs) be. Yeah. triple threat. But you know what I genuinely think? Like, but the triple threats, I always say, I've always said this. I'd like to add more weight to matches that are one-on-one matches. Do you know what the, to me, the best one-on-one match of the weekend was? Candice LeRae? and eo fucking shirai well, this that is on un-
1: this is fucking real this is problematic because that was aaron's <laughs> vote that was aaron's <laughs> vote for for both of these answers was candace Lerae eo shirai so we're left with a bit of what we like to call an old-fashioned standoff boys uh does anybody feel like moving or budging one way or the other or do you just declare a tie
4: I, think it's a t- I mean, I can't tell you that match is better than the main event. That's the problem uh, that
1: I have. And I, I know we're going to talk yeah. more about it in segment number three. It was an amazing match between Io Shirai and Candice LeRae. I think part of the reason why we're thinking of it that way is because of where our expectations were versus it what was, the match ended up being. It
0: was one of the best women's matches I have ever nobody's seen in are, Nobody's arguing with also, that. Also, here's the, here's the crazy part. Like spot for spot, move for move, bump for bump. It was one of the best matches, period. I've ever seen. Yes, it was
1: tremendous. Nobody's arguing that. The main event was perfect. I mean, it was with with the the one exception being it was a little bit silly to have Johnny cost himself like that. That part. Why? That's his story. It. it, it, Well, what do you mean?
4: It's historically his story. He always cost himself the match. He always does something that causes him to lose. This is is an ongoing thing. He doesn't always do it purposefully
1: like that. He doesn't always purposefully do that. That's not true.
4: Oh, you mean that... Sorry, I thought you meant... overall, Like the fact that he...
1: No, I'm talking about the first fall. It was a little bit silly. No, I understand what you're saying.
4: Although, it's a smart strategy because... In theory, the wrestler is saying, "Well, now I can beat the fuck out of this
1: guy with a chair and Un- pin him." Understood, but you never have to go to that third fall if you don't lose he the never, first fall. And
0: the, the reason why I thought it was dumb that they did that is because he never did that.
1: Right,
4: right. Well, he like, did it first, but then Adam Cole came back. He he took the chair and just started beating the shit yeah, out of he got
0: him right few, after. He got yeah, a few but he, shots but in. The whole gimmick is, you do that, lose the fall, so you beat the shit out of him with a chair and pin him right away. Right. I thought that I, I thought it was genius. I was like. Oh they're going to make the first fall go like 20 minutes so the second fall can be like 2 minutes and the third fall can be like another 20 minutes. That's a great idea. What ended up happening was every fall was 20 minutes and the match was an hour long. <laughs> well, yeah, right and again I'm
1: not going to complain about it. The quality of the match was so good that right why would you want that? But the flip side being it's a like th- 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 there's some fallacy when you're trying to create the idea that this third fall is so hellish you know what, fuck it. We're just going to not do a third segment. We're going to do one big segment here. Fuck it. We'll just run it all together. Okay. Um, when, when, your, when your third fall is such you know, insanity, when it's such hell, the notion that any wrestler would sign up for losing a fall to present that, to say, well, I'll take my chances in it going three, particularly with what AJ's talking about, which is like, he paused. He waited there for a second. As soon as that first fall is over, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Like he can keep pounding the shit out of the guy with the chair at that point, but he sat there and waited for them to announce the start of the second fall, and then he went after him with the chair. There were some logic issues that I had with that. Outside of it, it
0: was a. If he, he would have just kept beating him until they announced the second fall Correct. and they covered him. Correct. I mean, I'm Well, actually-
4: they wanted to, they wanted him to sell the like psycho look on his face and all like the. Right. I don't give a fuck. At all.
0: He looked like he was just how he d- he gave that look
4: to the camera where he was like
1: well
0: he gave hey, a shrug right he but gives this-
4: a fuck guess what and then and then they said what the fall was and then his face changed like yeah it's no rules now i mean it was a little cheesy i agree with you um, and it doesn't it didn't make perfect sense but i mean it makes sense in the context of they've done that before well, it's just usually a heel that does it right. it's not usually a face that does it um, but, but some- this has happened in two out of three falls matches in the past where they they've had a guy come in and get them DQ'd but it's because three people beat the shit out of the opponent and then I hear you. And,
1: yeah to my to my point like despite whatever logic issue I had with it it was still such a fucking beautifully done match that to me it's How, the finish yeah, yeah, yeah. you know is it was
0: art. one of the
4: best finishes I think I've ever seen just every
0: it was, it was art I every, mean I'm willing to change my vote because all things considered i mean i it's hard to put a, a regular one-on-one match over that. I just really genuinely, EL yeah. Shirai and Candice LeRae fight. Oh, it forever. was right. Forever. It was incredible. Nobody's arguing
1: that that was incredible. Also,
0: also Pete Dunne, yes. Devontae team yes. oh yes. Strong. Yes, fight forever. No question. In the Finish to that fighting. match. In the finish to that match. The finish like, to that match is one of the best triple threat finishes I've ever seen.
1: Yes, spectacular. And the
4: fact that they've had they had five matches. And three, at least three of them had three of the most unique finishes I've seen in a match in and NXT. is the
0: thing. And this is why the point that you, uh, you were talking about Bruce Prichard earlier, You were talking about sometimes you want to take shine off of some matches so that other things shine more. I think that's the dumbest thing ever because NXT doesn't give a fuck about that at all. Well,
4: I don't, I don't agree with that. I'm just saying I think that's what they did. I don't think that's the right – I don't think that necessarily
1: makes sense. Because NXT
0: is going to be like – NXT is of the old-school ilk top bat, motherfucker. Right,
1: yeah, it literally everything we're going to do. Now, it's a little bit easier to do that when you only have five matches on the card, right? Like, it is tough when you're talking about a ten-fucking-match card to try to go out and have every single one be fucking gold. Um, I do think they kind of did that with the tag match, though.
4: I do think those guys are capable of a better match than what they did. I think they purposefully were kind of a match. I don't know,
0: the tag match was dope Yeah, stuff. It was thought- great. I'm just saying we've seen The only match that the only match that I didn't like drop my jaw at the whole night was the women's title match. Right. But even that match was good. On any other night, like in a regular NXT taping, that could have been match of the night. Right. But like right. it was easily the worst match of the night. Right. Because right. You're but, just talking but I about- also wouldn't be
4: surprised if they purposely toned those two matches down a little bit. Just because we know that's what they do.
1: Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. They were—they were pretty good. Um, maybe, They're good. Maybe, maybe saying, not. I have no like, idea.
4: I think I think those the the street profits are capable of a holy shit, oh my god, match, and that's not what they gave us. You know what I mean? I think they purposefully were kind of like. I also, okay, here's I don't know, man. Match. I think
1: we're kind of nitpicking between like four and four and a half stars. Like, I mean, I think it was a really good match. I, I, I if what you're saying is it's not the a modern classic, like I guess, but yeah, you know, it's really. I, it, we're nitpicking, right? Like it was a really good match. It was a really good match. And I have no problem with that. Ultimately, you know, the the card was amazing. I think we are left with a lot of questions though. Um, coming out of NXT, like again, the funny thing being like coming out of SummerSlam, there's not, it, it felt more like, I don't know how much we really solved here. There's a lot. And, and NXT, it's a fascinating, you know, I think that we don't know what the story is. Why did they have Gargano come out and take a curtain call? Um, he didn't show up on, on main roster programming this week. Um, is Was it just, hey, look, we're going to have him take the curtain call because we don't know if he's going to stay in the main event
0: picture? Like He's I, Mr. NXT. So you just do that to do it? No, I think he's going to be on 205 Live.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I don't want that. I don't. I don't want it either. Um, I guess. I ar- mean.
4: I think they'll make it good, but I right. don't want. That
1: and your argument him. is that you're looking for something that forces people to watch 205 live, and you're hoping that he will. But yeah, you know, I'm nervous about that. If that ends up being the case, I just thought. It, I thought it was weird that they had Johnny Gargano do the curtain call and then didn't show up on the main roster. Like yeah, I, I, I
4: thought it was weird too. It was something I was going to bring up.
1: Whether now, correct me if I'm wrong. Have there been other instances? Where they did that, and then waited until the first showback at full sale to do a goodbye at full sale, and then yes. have that person move on to the main roster. Oscar, Oscar did but it. But Oscar was because of the injury, right? Like that was a very specific. If she had not, she wasn't injured. She was definitely injured. Remember? Yeah,
4: she was. She was injured. AJ. Yeah,
1: she was one thousand percent. She got hurt and was going to be out for a little while, and they just sort of decided they'd use that time to transition her from NXT to the main roster. And um, then they
4: just oh, showed video packages on her Raw for, I thought, like... I, thought,
0: I, I genuinely didn't know that. I thought they just pulled her up. No. Because they were like, nobody can beat Oscar. Well, so I mean, like, no, but no, she got, she got hurt.
4: No, they they were in an awkward position because they were too far away from a match um, to to drop the title in some kind of... And it wouldn't have made sense because you have this undefeated person and that she would have essentially had to drop it in, like, a squash match because she wouldn't have been able to wrestle a real match. So they just took off, the, and then they did those promos on Raw for like a
1: month and a half. Right she, until she until she started. Has there right. been has there been an, another because Asuka was the one I thought of, but again, that was unique—the injury. Has there been another example of someone who went back down to NXT to get that moment before they they came back up? I did. Didn't like. Uh, didn't. Um,
4: was it like Nakamura or? Um, didn't one of those guys still have a title match like after they were already on the main roster? Huh. Like, like somebody was in, a, I can't remember who it was. Someone was oh, in a title uh, uh, match. Kevin Owens did. Kevin Owens did. For That's sure. But that
1: wasn't, yeah. like they didn't do the, that was more like kind of hand-fisted because he got the, they did the weird thing where they gave a match on the main card and they just decided, all right, fuck it, you're going to stay here. And so they didn't have a full-out plan at that point as to what they were doing. So um, he still
4: wrestled Nakamura or someone for yeah, the title. Correct, right, right, right. correct, correct.
1: Look, I I mean, I guess the first question is, do you think Johnny Gargano, AJ, you're saying you think he's headed to 205 Live. Do you think that's immediate? Do you think like that's imminent that he's headed to 205 Live?
0: Yeah, I think he'll be on 205 Live very soon. Okay.
1: Brandon, what about you? What do you think the future is for Johnny Gargano?
4: I think he's, I think they want him and Ciampa to, to do their thing on the main roster. And I think they might start this whole thing over with them in a tag team and, and things I, I I think based off of what we saw when they thought they were calling them up before Champa got hurt, yeah. I I think that that's probably more likely. Is it that the, if they're going to be a tag team? Um, just because I think the tag team division desperately needs it, um, and then they have all the time in the world to we, separate and
0: the. You know what the world really needs.
1: Um. Uh, uh, more Alicia Fox. Close. Oh, okay. More Did Velveteen Dream. Oh, well, I don't disagree with that. I mean, yeah, sure. The, the world man
0: there. was dressed as the fucking Mountie. Doll. No, I
1: know. It and was, they played the music. It was they incredible. had the
0: music. The Raptors <laughs> dancers came out. He literally... And, the, and this is what people don't appreciate about... Velveteen Dream is everything that he does is so subliminal. Like when he was Biggie, uh, and in Brooklyn, and all week he was posted, it was all a dream on his Twitter. Everything he, and he comes out as Biggie in Brooklyn, like the, his gimmick is that he's not. I mean, he might his gimmick might be gay. You really don't know the sexuality of the right, right. Uh, he might you know you don't genuinely know the sexuality of the Velveteen Dream gimmick, but like. He, he could be pansexual, whatever he is, but the Mountie always gets his man is intentional.
1: Oh, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about
0: that. He's the Mountie.
1: Yeah. Bruh. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. And he always gets his man. That's bruh. pretty good. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. I never thought about that. That's pretty good, man. That's not bad. Um. Look, I yeah. You know, we you complain about the dream Dream. He's perfect. not.
0: Man, nobody's on, man here. enough for Dream. Yeah, it's, it's, he he's, says shit like that all the time. He's
1: he's operating on another level. I mean, he really, is <laughs> everything he does? He's operating on another level. It's it's absurd. Like it's almost where, again, you you're fearful, right? Because like, will they let him do that moving forward? Will they continue to give him that opportunity, to to Experiment the way that they've allowed him to do it. I mean, it's
0: Bruh, it's, If 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 Velveteen Dream is in part, because you know they're gonna do like a draft before the Fox starts with SmackDown and shit. You know, Velveteen Dream has got to be going to SmackDown or I Raw. disagree.
4: He has to, dog. No, he's I too think he's, good, he's No, I think I think they need. They're gonna keep him. They need him in NXT to have a title run. Because who is your top face in NXT? That's going to be Cole? There.
1: it'll be Adam Cole. I am still convinced that Adam Cole is going to Okay, gonna
4: end up- but like until then who's it going to be? No, I, well, it's I don't still think it's nearly a heel right now.
1: At the moment, but I don't think it's going to take very long. I've said before, I think that they're going to position Okay, Rod- but
4: he has to fight someone Roderick Strong. Face.
1: Roderick Strong is who he's going to fight and they're going to yeah, have I Adam Cole be the much, face. I said
4: that the the whole like, thing eventually No, like, I think that's happening.
1: I don't think I think it's
0: uh, happening every, within It's very simple actually. Uh I think the two, the three other guys start getting jealous because right. they all lost their title opportunity. I mean, I, I so don't. think
4: It'll take like a couple of months to play out.
0: No, I think I it'll think, be. I think you could genuinely, you could do it in a couple months, but I also think you could easily do it in one. Take. Yeah, I,
4: I, I think th- they're going to turn on them in war games in November. I can they going I mean, I think that makes more sense. So my point is, until then, they need someone to fucking fight. <laughs> That's a face because you can't just turn him for no reason. But NXT doesn't not, do Double that. Team it's
0: Dream's not to fight Cole. He's the North American champ. Well, why would they do title for title? They could, but, they're but they not don't. Gonna do but
1: that. They don't. If you're saying that it's going to happen at War Games, they don't do a title match at War Games. They no, do a- I'm not
4: saying that. I'm saying he's going to. He Adam Cole is to me the soonest they he they turn on him is War Games because they would all be in a match against someone, right? I mean, I mean that, that's... Who that's, else
0: is... A, t- but my my thing is this. Velveteen is so big and so over that if he actually goes for the NXT title, it has to be at WrestleMania.
4: Okay. But my point is, I don't think he's coming to the main roster. Okay, but I, I, think, I think as I think soon
1: that, as you see him is the Royal Rumble. Right. And I think the way that you're drawing this out is an option, but I also think it's absolutely an option. I painted this before, that your War Games match could be the three of them in the Undisputed Era versus Adam Cole and two of his face friends of choosing. Um, you know, whichever whoever those two guys would be, I think I'm, I am convinced that they've got to do the undisputed era split pretty soon. I don't think you can keep dragging that thing out.
4: Now, well, also I'm forgetting someone, top face Matt Riddle. Well, yeah, Matt Riddle. Yes,
1: yeah, he's in the mix as well. There's you're no very doubt much that, forgetting him. That he's in the mix. So there too. you go. But I'm I'm saying I think it could absolutely be at like a, a team. Adam Cole and somebody versus the Undisputed Era at War Games. Like, I don't think you have to wait until War Games in order to split them. I think you can do that, as AJ pointed out, within the well, span Well, you can of do it anytime. A single I, TV I just kind of
4: like the idea of them murdering him after, in the, in the cage, after he causes them to lose or something.
1: I mean, I, I don't dislike that. I mean, I don't think that's a problem. I just don't know that you have to do it that way. Oh, of course. Um, you don't have to do yeah. anything.
4: I mean, they can do whatever they want.
1: Um,. Look, I, I, I'm fascinated by that. That to me is the most fascinating thing that comes out of it. And obviously, we have to wait another week because this week they, you know, they don't do a live show. So we got to wait another week to figure out what's going on from there. Um, what are your other biggest questions throughout throughout the roster going forward? Now, where we're headed? I mean, we assume it's more Randy Orton and Kofi Kingston. I, I, do we? I, like, what, I guess we're. You're saying that it's gonna be Seth Rollins, uh, Brandon against Braun Strowman, which is crazy to me. Um, I still think that's that's just. Nuts. I can't hear
4: anything you're saying.
1: Hey, AJ, are you frying food? <laughs> it does seem like something's. Are you cooking, AJ?
4: I think he's flying a kite,
1: And maybe he started a fire. <laughs> Did you start a fire? Are you roasting marshmallows? I can't, you're not even I, here. Oh, no. yes. uh, what are you? What are you doing?
0: I, I could. No, you guys were breaking up crazy.
1: Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's. It sounded like you were roasting marshmallows or something. It sounded like there was a fire. No, it's just,
0: it's just raining in the car that
1: Ah, in. there's your answer. It's just Florida. Well, it's, it's not just, raining
0: in the car, but you get the it. Right,
1: yeah, fair enough. It's raining, and you're in the car. I get everything you're saying. I don't know what I was saying. Anybody else have anything they also want? They want to say, or can we just wrap up?
4: No, I mean, I mean, there's a. I think there's a few things we didn't talk like about what? that are important, like, what? like the em.
1: fiend, for example. We talked about well, we we did talk about that in segment number one. We did talk about that. But B- we can talk Before I got about on the phone. Yeah, and when you were on the phone, we talked about whether or not there were people that were tuning in just for the fiend. Oh, um, uh, well, that!
4: But we didn't yeah. talk about how good it. was.
1: Well, it was great. Everybody knows it was great. What else do we say?
0: Like it was, it was incredible. Amazing. Like my God, it was unbelievable. And by the way. By the way, I'm so glad that they didn't make Finn Balor the demon to defeat the Fiend. Yeah, yes. I
1: mean, no doubt about that. No, doubt. They, ha- I mean, they there's had no to guarantee
0: that. that that's not the plan going forward. But
1: right, sure, right, maybe I'm sure time. it is.
0: Um, do you think they would do that that
4: quickly? I think that <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I'm talking about way in the future. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, sure, somewhere down the road. I don't I don't think they drag this thing out with Bray and and, the, and Finn. I mean, right they now.
4: teased Finn Balor joining the club in in, in, a, in a promo.
0: Right. I want to do, I also want to point this out, dude. Like, genuinely, uh, this is unrelated to, to The Fiend and Finn Balor, but I just remembered that I wanted to say this. When was the last time a babyface went over on at WrestleMania and SummerSlam? It's
1: um, a good question. That's a really good question, man. Like,.
0: What Seth Rollins is, has done for the last right, two years right. is pretty much unprecedented. I don't like in modern wrestling.
1: God, I gotta think about that for a minute, man. I really Kofi, Kofi, Kofi. did it too. But Kofi didn't win. No, no, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't he win. He went over
4: at WrestleMania and SummerSlam. He didn't go he over didn't at SummerSlam. He didn't win the match. Oh, the match was thrown out, that's right. Yeah. He has to
0: title. He didn't go it. over at SummerSlam, actually. Jeez Thank right.
1: you. Um no, I you're right. I can't I can't. I don't, not,
0: not to mention, hey, who was the last time it happened for the like, we're talking probably like Hogan versus Randy Savage or somebody when the last time it happened. I'm sure
4: Cena has like, at some point. Versus
0: the same guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's it's
1: not impossible that John Cena did at some point because, it, they all run together. Um, and he for, fought like Randy Orton
4: and Edge right, 2,000 times, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I don't know.
0: It, it is
4: Undertaker probably has at some point.
0: I don't think so, bro. I mean, you think like, he lost
4: every SummerSlam match not, during the 20-year streak. I, no,
0: thinking, but it's didn't win for the title, title match
1: right? In yeah, most? that's what oh, I'm saying. Ti- title match. Yes. Okay, I thought you just how said man, match. No, how many times has a babyface gone over in two title matches at WrestleMania and SummerSlam? Yeah, you're right. Not very many times. Exactly. You know, it's 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 wild. Not to
0: mention the year that Seth Rollins had before that. He was literally our wrestler of the year.
1: Yeah, I mean he's had a pretty good stretch. He's had a he's, he's been all right. He's been all right that dude for a little bit. There's no doubt about that. All right, anything that we didn't. I mean I I don't know what else there. Look, I'm I, I hear you want to talk about. The, everybody wants to talk about the fiend. I just don't know what else there is to say. So it's great. It's great. It's great. wonderful. Now what? Like I don't know. You know what I mean? Like well, I know. I
4: I just think we were all very like. One we were wondering what this would be like in the ring. And it was pretty fucking great. Oh, I was glad to
0: see he kept the mask on. Yes. The st- he kept he's the changed
4: mask. his style yes. of wrestling. Um I, what I want to see going forward is I would really hope to see the dichotomy between the other personality and the fiend. Like I would really want to see that so other do you, guy Do you think
1: he's going to wrestle as Bray Wyatt, not as no. the fiend?
4: No, not necessarily wrestle, but just like promos or appearances. Um where he's kind of like, hey, man, you don't want to, like, they kind of did that with the uh, Firefly Funhouse segment where he's like, you don't want to mess with him. He's he's bad news, you know. I, I just, I like that. I like that playing with the two different guys. And he kind of did the heel and hurt and thing. I, I, the... I,
0: I did actually want to talk about the fact that, am I the only person that wishes he just had the same music, though? <laughs>
4: No, I like the new music
0: I do I like mean, I'm I not saying the new song isn't dope It's, it's really, really good, good. It's the like, really really same good.
4: song, it's just hard yeah,
0: But yeah. I just I just genuinely like that Original Bray Wyatt music Is Like, this one is badass The other one literally Changed the vibe of the arena That you were in
4: You think this
0: did that? Not really, it just sounded oh like God. another really good entrance song
4: I thought it was pretty fucking scary To be honest
0: No, you. it was scary, I'm not saying it, I'm saying like I'm saying like that old brave white like a hush and a chill would come in yeah. the
4: crowd. So they started clapping along to it, then...
1: well, yeah. I mean, there was there was something... I don't know. I don't. I I do think that at some point it became an issue that everybody was singing along and that it looked more like. Um, yeah. I don't think they want this to be him being a like spiritual leader as much as they want him like him to just be genuinely fucking terrifying. Yeah, no, He's a spiritual they, leader.
0: He's literally. He's a. He's like a. He's like the 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 entire gimmick is based off of that uh that YouTube thing, uh, what was it like Nemo or some shit like that?
1: Oh, the, the thing yeah, that like, the, right the thing that wasn't real. Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: You know what I'm saying? That's if you really think about it, that's the entire gimmick. Well, that's it's what like, that's oh, what we're the, gonna we're gonna reel your kids in right with these cutesy but, funny things right. But that's a little bit meanwhile, different. Meanwhile, giving them subliminal messages and then scaring the shit out right. Of them. But that's different
1: yeah. than like cult leader. You know what I mean? Like that's different than guy who's getting you to try to you know drink the juice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but
0: he's a cult leader for. Children, which is worse. Well,
1: okay, that's that's what makes it terrifying. Like he's legitimately <laughs> How about his lantern, which is his. Oh, it's incredible, dude! No, I mean, like yes, it's it's amazing. My God, it, all of it is the detail is.
4: Although I'm already a little scared because they fucking edited it out of the YouTube clip, and it's like, come on, like it's not that re- it doesn't look like a severed head that much that you need to yes, edit it. And-
1: it's weird, but I'm not going to get too worked up about that. It's weird, and, but, anyway,
4: no. um, another thing. Daniel Bryan. Who who is scarier? The fiend or Daniel Bryan?
1: <laughs> I mean that was a pretty good performance from him on Tuesday night. That really Here's was.
4: why I say that. The fiend looks like okay, he's scary, but he's a monster. Daniel Bryan's new whatever character this is, is like the crazy guy that shoots the mall shoots up the mall. Like that's what this is reminding me of is like when you hear about someone that like goes crazy and starts shooting people at a mall. And then they're, they're like this kind of psycho. Okay, like I, this. I would
1: hope that they play that down. Well,
0: uh, yeah, of I'm just saying, I'm really like, hoping that's not the gimmick. Anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's clear. I mean, but it, it would get a lot. It would definitely get a lot of heat. Yeah, I, it, it would maintain attention. Of like a movie?
4: weird political slanted, like crazy, like person. Like it's sort of.
0: Wasn't the, that already his gimmick?
4: It just. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a little bit more pointed now, where he's like saying stuff about the fake media and. Um, spin and uh, like his p- man that p- that performance with Buddy Murphy in the room was pretty terrifying.
1: I mean, it was. You're not wrong. I just I don't think they should go the route of serious. No no, 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 no. I'm just saying yeah, I when mean, you I,
4: hear those fucking people talk, that is uh, how he came I
1: off to me. You. I thought he was good. I thought he did it. I thought it was a very good segment. Um, King of the Ring is back. I mean, I'm going to say this. Se- well, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Why? Who should win?
4: No, who? I've, I have the, the people if you want me to go through them. Um, I already know my pick. So from who Kevin Owens?
0: No, Drew McIntyre.
4: Well, that's who I thought too, but he's not in it. Oh, yeah, he is. Sorry, yeah, he I is. missed him. So it's Ali, Andrade, Apollo Crews, Baron Corbin, Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander, Cesaro, Chad Gable. Cesaro
0: would be really cool.
4: Yeah. Chad Gable, Drew McIntyre, Elias, The Miz, Kevin Owens, Ricochet, Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, and Shelton Benjamin.
1: Uh, It should be Ricochet um, is who it should be, uh, too. Um, I'm I'm just going to keep saying the same thing I'm going to say over and over again. This is neat and all. Why? (laughs) And I'm not saying that like it's a bad idea. I'm saying that in that give them something. It turned out so well for Wade Barrett. Like, stop doing tournaments that only exist for the sake of doing them. That's not good in professional wrestling. Tournaments are great when they have purpose, when there's meaning, when you get something for it. Well, this used to mean something.
0: Have they announced that it's not going to be for a title shot? They They haven't haven't
4: said anything yet. Right. They just said it's a tournament. And the finals are a clash of champions.
1: If if that's how it it plays out, is that the winner gets to compete for a title, then this is a, a fucking massive victory. But at the moment, they've had a week to promote it, and at no point have they suggested that there's anything for the winner versus just doing it for the sake of doing it,
4: which... By the way, they made a big mistake here because if there was any good way to introduce Johnny Gargano to the main roster, it would have been for him to have some kind of five-star loss to one of these guys you know
1: because that's do, how he was introduced to the NXT roster it wouldn't be a bad way to do it you're not wrong about yeah. that that wouldn't be a bad way to do it now how funny is it going to be when it ends up being Baron Corbin I mean it's it's got to be it's going to be Baron Corbin I think we all know it. I that, would
0: love right? for Baron Corbin as a king gimmick I'm
1: all oh my god actually that would be now that I think about it it's actually gold and it actually would, would make up for the fact that it's pointless because you would just get Baron Corbin as a king which now you know what you have changed my mind sir as long as Baron Corbin wins I don't give a fuck that it isn't about anything. <laughs> all
4: right. Come on,
1: we all know that Apollo Crews is winning this. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to shit on Apollo because Apollo is great, man. Like it's just it sucks this. But thing. I
4: like how he got a match on the pre-show just to, just to push a gimmick or just to push a part of the Roman Reigns storyline. I, I, I don't even
1: I don't have any words, bro. I have no words. I have no words. For
4: oh, what one other thing we got to talk about how fucking great was the Drew McIntyre Cedric Alexander match?
1: Oh, it was wonderful. It was a wonderful.
4: Holy match. shit yeah. And yeah. the finish. You heard the crowd Fucking gasp when he hit that uh, claymore. Kick. Yeah, no
1: doubt. It was tremendous. That was tremendous. All right, anything else?
4: I think that's it for me.
1: All right, very good. Uh, let's get some plugs in AJ.
0: Yeah, uh, you can follow me on all social media at AJ four one oh. I got so much content that's gonna be coming out from this tour, different bar fight matches. I got matches coming up, um, at different promotions in Florida, West Virginia. Like I'm i I'm, I'm really about to start hitting the road player. Um I will be at actually Primal Conflict on uh, Oh no shit. On September seventh. Oh wow. So Maybe the boys should make yeah, a run. We
1: actually should probably talk that up too. Like, I think yeah. they asked me to do that. Um, that's cool. I'm glad that that worked out. Um, I think I saw Road Warrior Animal's going to be there, right?
0: Yep, it's going to be a, it's going to be a really good show, and I'm going to steal it because um, that's what I
1: do. All right, let's give some details for that. Uh, primal Conflict on September 7th is that in? Ranson, West Virginia? That's what Virginia. I thought. That's what I thought. Ranson, West Virginia is where that is. I'm looking at my calendar right now. Um, maybe, maybe I might, maybe I probably can't go. Unfortunately, the fuck are you doing? My
4: wife wants me to take her to see Marin Morris in Philadelphia. It's September 7th, right?
1: Well, at least, at least you booked AJ at your at your place, so he can't, yeah, right. he can't really get right. that mad at you. At least, and
4: then, and then aside from that, like I already had tickets for Norm McDonald that I probably can't oh, use now because I have to take my, my September wife to see. Maren Morris. Shit. I was... well, uh,
0: Norm McDonald, where?
4: At Maryland Live Casino.
0: Dibs. Yeah, but it's the same
1: night that you're at fucking Primal Conflict.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, uh, it's only an hour away. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I guess you could like try to say, put me at the front of the car and I'm going to bail. <laughs> like, put, put me, me at, at the front of the car.
0: I tell you, safety, I tell all these promoters, if I'm not in the title match, brother, put me up first. No doubt. Get <laughs> me out of there. That's exactly right.
3: That's exactly
4: right. All right. Uh I could be like Brock Lesnar, I am in a title match and put
1: me on first. Yeah, true. I didn't realize that was that night. I was supposed to do my birthday party that night. Oh, fuck. All right, whatever. Um, we'll figure it oh, out. Oh, you
0: don't want to celebrate your birthday with me? No, I would
1: do it. I just, I didn't know it was also. I, I actually, Maryland Live is one of my biggest sponsors, and I told them that I would go to the Norm McDonald's show, too. I just didn't realize it was the same night. So I fucked up significantly in this process. I significantly fucked up. All right, uh, just get to the part where you uh, get your plugs in, Brandon. Yeah, you can up?
0: But yeah, you can follow oh. me on all social media at AJFrancis410. All
1: right, very good. Brandon. We just announced Citizen Cope is coming back I'll be to Baltimore there. on December I'll be 29th. There. I'll be there. He's Mike Loxley's best friend. I don't think people know that. Mike, right. Cida- Mike Loxley and Citizen Cope grew up together in D.C. They are best friends. Is that true? It's 100% true. I mean, that's wow. not, no shtick at all. They are best friends. And in fact, I would assume that Mike will probably want to go to the show um like they are very very close friends like it's 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 cool've writ- I've written about it before it's very cool that's
4: pretty cool yep so anyway tickets go on sale Friday whenever you're listening to this Friday the 16th of August and uh lots of other stuff coming up uh at Said live on Twitter and com check us out all the shows that are coming up in the next few months and I'm at Brandon Linton on Twitter
1: I'll be there next Friday night I'll be uh I'll be at Ramsay. I'm, I'm I'm definitely the Wallflowers man. That's happening. Yeah, uh, we're there. Looking forward to that. All right, uh, very good. I'm at Glen Clark Radio. GlenClarkRadio.com is the website. Uh, for Aaron, for Brandon, and for
0: the main event. 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 event.
1: I mean, we didn't go as long this week, so you can drag it out. Oh, there we go. There we go, A.J. Francis. I'm Glenn Clark, this has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out! One more chemo. Around here, there are two kinds of chicken. Royal Farms' world-famous chicken, and everything else. What's the difference? Royal Farms' chicken is always fresh, never frozen. It's hand-dipped in a secret recipe of herbs and spices and cooked on the spot right in the store. Chicken from anywhere else? Who knows? Hungry for some hot and delicious chicken? Get some Royal Farms' world-famous chicken. It's one of a kind. And don't forget the Western fries.
0: Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. I spit in the face. Of people who don't want to be cool. You know what cool is? Well, back
1: in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark and Brandon Linton. I am super excited about our next guest. I've been a fan of his for a really long time. And I've really been enjoying, uh, Brandon, I'm about, I think, eight episodes into season three of GLOW at this point. I know you just got into season three as well. Dude, we've been fans of the show since it began. Um, it's phenomenal. He, of course, plays Big Kurt, Machu Picchu's brother. You've known him for years, of course, as someone who spits in the face of people who don't want to be cool. It's a pleasure to welcome in Carlito, Carlos Colon, who joins us now here on Jobbing Out. Carlos, it's Glenn, it's Brandon. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us.
3: Oh, fine.
1: Hey, man. I, Dude, seriously, being a part of this thing, like, you know, I know that the show's about the girls and the whole thing, but just being around it, um, it looks like the funnest thing to possibly be a part of. Is it as much fun to be a part of this thing as it appears as though it is on screen? For me,
3: for me it too, is, it's, you know, this is something new for me, so it's, it's very, uh, something new and exciting
1: for me. No doubt, man. How'd you get involved? How did you get involved to, to begin with, with, with GLOW? How did you know this was something that might be an option for you?
3: Um, I just, I think I just auditioned for it. Okay. Pretty so, much. Yeah, pretty simple.
1: Like, it was like anybody could get the role, right? Like, you're like, oh man, I, you know, I happen to be a wrestler. I might know a thing or two that might be able to help out here. Yeah, I, I,
3: yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know much about it. I said, you yeah, know, this is a show, GLOW. I started doing an audition
4: for it, whatever. I was like, all right, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I think one of the best things about this show is like, you know, obviously, as wrestling fans and people who pay attention to wrestling, we, we were all in from the beginning of what is this going to be? We wanted to check it out. But the coolest thing for me is like all these people that I know that have that aren't wrestling fans that have, have never really paid attention to wrestling are now asking me all these questions because they watch the show and love it. And like, have you had a lot of experience, you know, re- with people from the public that that are are engaging in this show that aren't part of the wrestling community
3: oh yeah yeah it's a lot more uh females you know that involved now that that like the show and coming up to me and asking me questions which is uh that's not very interesting you know i know there's been a lot made
1: about like the 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 actors on the show having to get like a real crash course in wrestling and you're around that i know chavo has been involved with that a lot and like that's been a big role for him but can you tell me about Maybe your impressions of where these... I know, you know, obviously one of them is awesome. It's a little bit different when you're talking about Awesome Kong. But, like, outside of that, like, outside of her, the fact that so many of these girls have picked it up and, like, have performed, really, like, how impressed have you been by what you've been around?
3: I'm very impressed with, the, you know, it's exactly what like you said, the crash course, they had to learn fast, they to, you know, uh, and make it look, you know, as, as, as real as possible. Because they do a lot of the, you know, a lot of the stuff. It's them. And that, that I think what they're doing is, is um, like, travel's done with the girls is definitely, uh, you know, you see the they're excited to show up to, you know, because first they got, they got two jobs now. Because first they got the wrestling kind of, kind of like wrestling school, and then they got to do their, their job of acting. Uh, but you just see them how excited they are to get in the ring and to try new things. They always got like new ideas that they want to ask them and try out. And uh, you know, I think they've done an amazing job, and I think it was also that they've gained such a respect for wrestling. I think they were like everybody else doesn't know about wrestling. And then you see their attitude change, and they just show more appreciation to to the art. That's cool.
1: That's really cool. I mean, that's that's unbelievably cool to hear. He's Carlos Colon. He's with us. Again, season three of Glow is streaming right now on Netflix, and you should check it out. So I don't know where it's going yet. Like I have to admit, I like I I saw obviously a big storyline in season three is you talking to Machu Picchu's character about this idea of her like going out from Glow. Is there a possibility that bigger things could be coming for her character and for you maybe even if not this season but like perhaps in the future in your role on the show
3: uh yeah hopefully i don't know i'm not in the writers room so i don't know (laughs) whether whether where they're they're off to next but uh yeah hopefully it'd it'd be It'd be great to have something a bigger role.
1: <laughs> I mean, like it can't hurt. It ain't a bad idea. Obviously. No, no,
3: that acting Well, I don't know. You haven't seen where acting about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse it to be believe bad. that.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so, so much was made in season two. There's the there's the scene with you and the apple. um yeah. Was that purposeful? Can you can you tell us about like how that scene came about? And did you, like, were you on board? Were you like, oh, this is, this is a great idea? Was there a little bit like, ah, okay, I don't know. That seems a little cheesy. Like, how, what was your reaction to the idea of you and the Apple in season two?
3: Oh yeah, a lot of people picked up on that. That was, that was kind of my idea. That's, okay. Uh, I think it was like, I think at the craft services, they actually had their, they had an Apple there. I was like, uh, this, this would just be, be a funny, interesting idea. So I was like, and then I go up to the director and oh, do you mind if I... When, uh, whatever, when the scene, we should have seen, I uh, work uh, uh, out with an apple, whatever, yeah,
1: whatever, man. Uh, so, right. <laughs> I mean, that's cool, man. Like, it's, it's cool that you, because, imp- like, you know how nerdy wrestling fans are. Like, you know we're all complete losers that have nothing more to do than to geek out over something like this. Were you thinking that, like, this would play really well with losers like us when you did it? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Say news like that, but yeah, I Kind of, I kind of it would, it would, uh, People, you know, wrestling fans
1: would pick up on it. We're we're willing to call ourselves that. It's okay. We understand. We're nerds. Like this is the way our community works. <laughs> he is, of course, Carlos Cologne. You know him as Carlito. Brandon, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. No, I think you
4: know one one of the other great um, coincidences of this show is it happened at such a perfect moment for the wrestling community where we're all in on the female division probably for the first time in however many years where we're just getting absolute five-star matches, um, with female wrestlers involved and, and it's, uh, it's main eventing shows and things like that. Um, so, like how great is that? And, and like, do you see like that, you know, helping the show thrive as well with the wrestling community? Cause we're just starving for this stuff now.
3: Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think definitely it was, it was a it was a happy coincidence that the women are finally getting their due and getting more uh, getting showcased more on the shows and you know the course of this show comes along about you know just female empowerment uh, you know I think it 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 worked for both you know I mean it influenced uh, the wrestling product and I think the wrestling product influenced the show.
1: How like important was it to you when you when you got to see the show the first time? Cuz obviously you're not involved with everything. You you know, your character's not one of the main characters in the show. So when you finally got to see it, the fact that it wasn't just that the wrestling was legit or it was a cool wrestling show, but that it was such a damn good television show. Like which I think is the part that's made it so compelling and obviously why we're into season 3, how much did that mean to you that like I'm not just involved with like this thing that's neat cuz it's wrestling? I'm involved with this unbelievably good television program that stands beyond it being a wrestling show.
3: Well, yeah, uh, it was great. I remember I remember all of a sudden, it's, they're going to get an, uh, Emmy nominations. Right. And Golden yeah. Globe, you know, I said, like, wow, okay, this is a, this is a big deal. Yeah, of course, it's always, it's always, I mean, it's a very easy answer. because you know, I don't want to be part of something that's, <laughs> that's crap. <Yeah>. Or something. <laughs> it's always nice to be something involved, you know, and it just, but just the quality of it was... Was, was great you know what i mean and you know and the way they, they mix in wrestling and it's kind of wrestling but not wrestling you know what i mean
4: no absolutely and, and it's i think it's a lot of te- it's also a, a testament to the folks like you that are making sure the wrestling part of it holds up and is legit and so everybody can sort of come together and say like like i like i said like i've got so many people like women in my life that have n- never watched a minute of wrestling that are like interested in it now and like the show is like making them want to ask me about wrestling and if women are featured and things like and they just happen to be right now you know so it's like you know i I have someone who was turned on to wrestling because of glow they're like number one becky lynch fan now you know so it's really cool to see that and um and i think that's a testament to people like you and and chavo that made sure that it's sort of like held up that side of the bargain so that people, when they check it out, it's sort of like a, a nice transition. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know and if that's a sure question that as much as sure
4: a comment, you but, you know, interrupt. it's really cool for us to see that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it. That, I, I, I agree. Let's just add that to that list. Hey, Carlos, so, you know, you say this was just like a, you know, you went and you tried out and you got a role. Um, was, was acting like the direction that you were trying to go in, were you – trying to transition your career into more acting opportunities, or was it just so- seriously, like, the uniqueness of they're clearly looking for a wrestler. Hey, I happen to be a wrestler that led
3: to this. Well, no, it was funny because about, I would say, a couple of months before that, an, an agent emailed me out of nowhere. And I was like, dude, you we know, don't thought about if Would you like to get into acting? And I was like, so, you know, I when I looked them up, whatever, it seemed legit. I was like, all right, so I came back. And like, you know, I'm not really here. Uh, and I go to wrestling, but well, yeah, but that doesn't matter, you know what I mean? Let me just send you some stuff, whatever, and then see if you wanna if you like it or not. So I started, you know, kinda of doing auditions and stuff and sending tapes in and I kinda I I kinda started liking it. And then yeah, then Glow came along. Phew. And then uh, I got another uh show that came along. So I mean it's 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 uh, you know like I said, I like I like I feel like a rookie again. I like I like that feeling. I mean I've been in wrestling for so many years, I'm you know, I'm a veteran now. Now it's just started with this I'm like you know I'm just starting from the bottom all over again okay. appreciate more
1: that's cool but like does that not sound like one of the greatest coincidences like of all time that you were you were thinking about acting right at the exact time that there was a wrestling show that was amazing that was coming out that was looking for a wrestler to be an actor like that sounds like maybe the greatest fortune in the history of fortune something along those <laughs> lines
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So that way yeah, I actually does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right. Like, wow, how does those things type of t- tend to work out? So, like, what's what's next then for you? Are are you looking to go further with acting? Is is wrestling now sort of like in the the rear view I mean, I, when we think of your family, we can't fathom any of you doing anything but wrestling until basically you die. Like, I mean, that's just sort of what we've right. known of you and your family. Like, are you are you moving right. forward from wrestling and saying, hey, this is the path for me, or do you leave that door open?
3: No it' still it' still pays the bills, so it's just uh, you know coming to realization through the body, you know, I don't know how many years uh the body can hold up yeah. So I was you just trying to find other other ventures and like and you know this is something that uh that I enjoy very much, so I could be you know let's, we'll see i mean it's not like not, it's not up to me, you know what I mean it's up to people that hire me I get that <laughs> because I love t- you know yeah I love get that, but you know yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, what you're saying they is that they, Banderas,
1: if yeah. if they want to make you the next Antonio Banderas, you're willing to be the next Antonio Banderas. If they don't, you might have to do some other things.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know about the next thing, but that just uh, you know, but just uh, just I'd be happy be just being the guy that you know, it's in a bunch of stuff. You don't know his name, but you know, oh, I know that guy. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah, that's not a bad gig to have. That's not a bad gig to have if you can get it.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, it means, it means it means you're continually employed, which is good.
1: How how special is it? Like, I know that, you know, the relationship between you and WWE, I don't really want to go to that. I'm. But how special is it for you that you had a gimmick that was so well, not just conceived, but executed, and important to say how well it was executed, that it still remains beloved. I'm st- sure you still get it all the time. Like, I can't imagine on a day-to-day basis how many nerds approach you and, you know, do the I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool or try to spit an apple at you or something like that. Like, I know it probably gets old at times, but like, how special is it that you have done something that is still so well thought of and beloved by so many people?
3: Yeah, no, I mean that's great. Yeah, no, it, uh, it doesn't get old. Uh, you kind of just go with it, you know. You don't, you can't get mad at the stuff that made you, or you know what I mean, or complain about stuff that you already know going into it. What was, you know, what it was going to be about? And I think, great, you know, I've been, I said off TV about almost ten years now. I think uh, the best one was like two thousand ten. So the fact that people still remember and still, you know, enjoy uh the gimmick per se, I think I think it's uh you know, I think it's pretty cool. Dude, I can't believe it's no been pun- ten no years. Yeah, right?
1: right. first of all good. Well done, sir. Um, but I can't believe it's been <laughs> ten years. Holy crap. Has it really yeah. been that's unreal, man? Like Oh, my God. All right, now I'm dead, basically. I just realized how old I was. <laughs> that's not That's not good, man. Hey, what was, you know, like, you know, we, we always like to do this, the pinch me moment. Like, you've done so many things in your career. What's the moment, you know, that maybe we would all realize or maybe we wouldn't all realize because it was just happened to be, like, sort of a special moment that, that wasn't maybe in front of a billion people. But what's the moment in your career that, like, when you think about, it gives you the most goosebumps? Like, it's the one that you're like, wow, I got to do this. Like, what's the one for you?
3: Wow. I don't I don't know if there's a one that's different. I think there's a, a couple. Like a specific one? Yeah. That's a we can do a couple. Uh, sure, yeah. we'd love to hear them. Dude, we're nerds. We would love to hear this stuff. We get goosebumps. Uh, I'm trying to remember. It's been so long. <laughs> I think most of the stuff I think was, was, was really in Puerto Rico when I first started. Really? Just Yeah, they're just going from you know, not being a wrestler, just thrown thrown to the fire uh, was, uh, you know, that was, that was the biggest change for me. Yeah, because once, once I started Puerto Rico, with the WWE, I was at WWE. Yeah, it was, you know, it was the big grand stage, but I kind of was already aware, used to, used to what was, you know, already knew what to expect. But that first uh, the first time to Puerto Rico, was just, you know, just going to my first match, I remember, I was nervous. I think I, I wrote everything down. I had, like, like three papers worth. And uh, <laughs> I just remember that being—I just remember that being the moment I was most terrified. It was my first <laughs> match ever. After that, you know, after that, then everything, you know, after that, after that, nothing's been as scary as that first, that first match.
1: But what about like cool? Is there one that you're like, wow, I really got to do that? Like I really, my life played out that I was able to do that.
3: Well, yeah, I'm sure there is. I'm trying to think, but I'm sure. Or like there's an a opponent, yeah. yeah. Just you know, just wrestling overseas. You know, yeah. You, know, you know, say to be able to say, I went here, I went there. There was always a. Uh, I think another one was uh, I think when I tagged with my brother and my dad yeah yeah that was was a cool experience it was was pretty cool
1: that is special man that is special the other one we'd like to do is like okay so you get to have one match you know like it's your last match before you die Um, anywhere in the world in front of any crowd and against any any one opponent who would you want it to be?
3: Uh, that's a good question wow Um, well definitely in my last match I'd definitely like to to be in Puerto Rico, yeah, that know. makes sense. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Um, and then who? Uh, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know who. That's um, and then you know from from here to the time I retire, which hopefully isn't soon. Uh, who knows? You know who the good, who the new talking town is, who the new villain will be. Anyways, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't see. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe end it with John Cena. I guess
1: that's not a bad one. I mean, I think there'd be a that lot would of people. be great. I like think a lot of people would uh, want to see know, that.
3: I think there go, would be. A, go, yeah, I'd like to end it, end it where it all started.
1: Yeah, right. Like bring it real full circle. That would be a really, yeah. you know, like you you walk out. Maybe you end it by spitting another apple. Right. Like like that would <laughs> yeah. be the way that it would all end, man. That would not suck. Oh, no. That would not <laughs> suck. Is there any chance again? Like, have you happened to see any of the? Ray Mysterio Andrade matches of the last year. I have
3: I've, I've seen the bits and highlights here and there. I mean,
1: we're, dude, we're freaking out. Like we we actually have a running bit about how we think that they should probably just take like a, a weekly one-hour show and make it Ray versus Andrade for an hour. Sure, Andrade and, like, no, everybody on the planet would be into it. We always complain about, like, repetition and doing the same thing over and over again, but yet they've literally booked that match probably, what, Brandon, maybe 50 times this year. Right. And it's, it's at least six or seven and, at and, this point. And yeah. we haven't complained once because it's right. so unbelievable. It is, it, is it as cool? Like, you know this. Is it as good as we think it is?
3: No, yeah. Yeah, I've seen, uh, I've seen a lot of their work. But they, they, their chemistry is... Uh it's ridiculous. I mean, and uh, you know, they're both just both great talented guys too. but you know, they can speak the same language, so I think it's you know, it's a lot easier for them to, to go under and just you know feel a lot freer and just do whatever they want.
1: Wow, I didn't think about that. That's a great point. That makes a lot of sense, man. You
4: you, you know, I have a question for you. Is is there a performer? So so you know, we all know that you know, a per, a lot of these performers that are on the roster of of any given company are really, really talented, and a lot of times we only get to see a certain side of that person. And and someone for me recently that I've seen like this incredible side of that we didn't get for a long time because of things that they were being written into was Drew McIntyre. I mean, I, like, like we're watching this match that he did on, on Monday with Cedric Alexander, and I was completely blown away by Away by some of the things he was doing that we didn't get when he was in like 3MB or something like that. Is there someone for you that was sort of a really underrated person um, who you didn't get to see the side because they were maybe a comedy character or or you know just not featured
3: as much? Oh yeah, you know it happened to happened to a bunch of guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, not too many to count. One example I think was uh, a low key. I always thought it was a hmm. tremendous talent. Oh yeah, never hmm. took advantage. Because not only was he good, but his his, his styles are different. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everybody else's, I thought it'd be, a good, you know, he good day. They would show. I think they would have showcased him more now in this in this era than what happened. You know, when when he was there.
4: Yeah, so he had, like, was, He was uh, in a, there at a bad, bad time, and if he would have yeah. come in now, I agree. Yeah, was was he was Caval yeah. right? In WWE. Was Was yeah. he
1: Was he Puerto Rican yeah. too?
3: I think. Yeah, I think he's he's, he's like Puerto Rican descent. Okay. his right. father his mother. Okay. And then, uh, you know, another person was was good old uh, Scotty Goldman. Huh, really? What that could have, uh, but, you know, if, if they didn't showcase him more. I think mean, Cole Cabana is, is another talent that, you know, hasn't really gotten the exposure that he deserved in WWE. That's a great point. But like I said, there's just so many guys out there. There's still guys now that, they, you know. Yeah. A great talent that they just haven't showcased. That's a great point. Hey, Carlos,
1: is there anything we can? I mean, obviously, we want everybody to go watch season three of Glow, but we think a lot of our audience already is because it's just that damn good of a show. Is there anything else that we can plug for you? I mean, social media—are
3: you on there anywhere? Or is... Yeah, I'm on uh, Instagram now. I've been on it for about a year, I think. Everybody, you know, everybody I got to get on these you new know, social media things. Uh, <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's at Lito Cologne. Two seven
1: nine at Leto Cologne two seven nine. Two seven nine. Yeah. Give him a follow there, uh, and then do you have anything coming up like any events that we can plug?
3: Um. Well, right now I'm, I'm in Puerto Rico now working for my dad's promotion. We got the big anniversary show. Um. Other than that, no, not really. I'm just you know just uh doing my thing. You know, doing, going wherever the, the wrestling world takes me. And then of course, uh, yeah. Don't don't forget to watch Glow. And then in 2020, Medical Police. Okay. Uh, look out for a guy named Lorenzo.
1: Medical <laughs> Police. Do you know where that's airing? Medical where Police. we're going to be able to see it? On Netflix. On Netflix. Excellent. Oh, awesome, great. man. Congratulations, dude. That's dope, dude. That's really cool. Um, seriously, Carlos, we are nerdy, nerdy fans, as you could tell. Like, we really enjoyed this conversation. We love what you're doing with Glow, and, and we can't wait for Medical Police, man. Thank you for taking the time to join us today.
3: No, no, no problem. Man.
1: Thank you guys. Yeah, so that was a bit of a surprise after we had recorded the show. Really, really loved that we made that happen with uh, Carlos or Carlito, if you will. And uh, Glow's awesome. If you haven't been watching uh, another great season, the show is incredible. What else do we say about it? It's excellent. Hey, I meant earlier in the show to congratulate a former guest of ours and a former Maryland football player, Tahuti Miles, part of the Performance Center class that was just signed by the WWE this week, as well as uh, Austin Theory, another former guest of ours, the uh, Evolve champ. So a big congratulations to Tahuti. Great dude. We're really happy for him. Also uh, Iraqi or Afghani? He's a war vet. I think it was Afghanistan now that I think about it. Uh football player at Maryland and now with the WWE, so that's awesome. All right, we already did the goodbyes, so there's no more goodbyes to do. Um, goodbye again, I guess. Hornswoggle joins us next week. I'm looking forward to that. It's been jobbing out.